Hello and welcome to Guardian Ghost Cast. Uh, tonight is a little bit different. Um, Sweaty Spooks and King Kai, they were both exhausted after the long day of work. So here I have with us one of our other hosts that uh, kind of comes on every once in a while for backup and other things like that. Um, it's uh, good, our good old friend, Vesper. How you What's doing up, today? guys? I'm doing good. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. It's Friday. Fucking happy. It is, in fact. Thank God. Fucking work week. Don't got to go back to work until Monday. Ah, it's fucking nice. It's a good feeling, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, real quick, I'm going to go over what we're going to do tonight. Tonight, it's going to be a little different. Because we don't have another guest, we're going to go over. We're going to talk about some movies and entertainment just a little bit. Just kind of cover what we've been watching and everything like that. Go into our show topic of the week. Talk about some lore, which is some interesting stuff. This is mostly focusing about stuff that's coming out this season, which is pretty cool. Um, and then you've got the TWAB, of course. Then we also have a little bit of other gaming news, and we're going to answer some questions from our community. So, real quick, um, what have you been watching, and uh, like, what have you been like entertaining yourself with, like movies, podcast, TV, book, YouTube, anime, whatever we want to call it? Start with you, Vesper. I'm doing too much. I mean. I've uh, I haven't watched. I'm not a movie guy. I, I will state that. But uh, I've been watching. I've been trying to get through Black Clover on the anime side of things. I've been okay. listening. There's a podcast. It's uh, what's it called? It's called Haunted Places. I think it is. Okay. I've been listening to that every now and then. Uh, when I'm at work. But um, uh, other than that, that's pretty much. Uh, that's really about it. I mean, it's kind of one of those. You you come home. You sleep, you go back to work, you know what I mean? It's nothing fancy, but it gets the job done and get paid. Right. I mean, hey, at least you're getting paid for something, you know what I mean? Exactly. It could be worse. It, it definitely could be. Uh, I definitely could be sitting on my ass, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I did say. Fucking A, man. Sat in a classroom <laughs> today for eight hours learning about mind safety. Woohoo! Most boring fucking class you could ever think of. Yeah, I mean, like you're too excited about it. I mean, the teacher wasn't bad. The guy, the instructor was really good. He was really good at engaging us. He always made us talk. He always made us like do. He had like activities we did that would kind of keep us up. Right. I mean, it, what was nice though is we, this is because we've already done this. It's called the annual refresh. We get to do this class every year. Mm -hmm. but because it, for your first class you ever have to do in your entire life for this mind safety regulation, which is you're going to get a piece of paper. It's called the 5023. That's your, it's the uh, required paper stating you've been trained in this certain um, area mm -hmm. field or whatever basically because we've already done the two, it, the the first time you ever do this you get it's a two-day class of 12 hours right it's 24 hours worth of training for your annual refreshers they call it is an eight-hour class okay. so it's super easy it was it was super easy it wasn't hard and it's just basically a refresher of everything they got. They usually gets taught over except for minus a few things because, you know, you work in the industry now, obviously, so you don't really need a lot of this information when you first start out like you do. Right. It's just a lot of updating saying, hey, right. this has changed, I presume. Yeah, not really. This this is a pretty big standard. It's been around since, oh, what was it? What did he say? 1978 is when they started the, it's called the Mine Safety Health Administration. That's what it's called. It's called MSHA. Okay. 
So it's um, almost like an OSHA type thing, I guess. It is basically OSHA, but it's, this is this. They cover all mining departments in the United States of America. So I'm talking okay. like uh, not metal and non-metal mining, and then coal mining and all kinds of things like that. Right. It's pretty cool. And they, they do a lot of really cool stuff. They've got a lot of cool programs, a lot of cool... Um, like they have a book that's called it's a, a federal mandate book that everybody has to learn from. That's the book that we usually use when we read it. But they do all kinds of things like that, like your fatality reporting. They they report fatalities and they they actually list them online and tell you exactly what was the cause and why this happened and things that they could have fixed. Right. So we covered a bunch of that kind of stuff. But these guys are definitely. I mean, it, it they are very helpful to a point. I mean, a lot of people right. on mine sites hate them because they find you whenever you go on a mine site, they have the ability to find your mine site because of certain things. If it's off the rule book or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like OSHA, whenever they show up, they can find your company for stuff like that too. So. Right. Um, other than that, they're pretty cool guys. I mean, they, they, it was a pretty cool class, kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most fun we had was probably walking. They, he gave us, he's like, take this paper I want you to do a workplace examination. I want you to go around this entire building inside, go in the parking lot in front of the building, and then go, ac- go across the street and go to the parking lot in there and inspect it and tell me what's wrong. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun, kind of interesting to see, talk about. Right. But it was pretty easy. It was, it was pretty boring, though. Really boring. That's usually how a lot of classes like that go, though. They're, they're really long and tedious. But it's kind of, hey, I already know this, don't you? Yeah, it is. There was one guy that was in the back of the classroom who's been working in like the mining industry for like 40 years. And mm-hmm. he kept saying stuff. And the guy and the instructor was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> because you become complacent after X amount of years. You know what I mean? Right. So, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was fun. It was boring, but I didn't have to do anything after work. After that, I even texted my boss. I'm like, I'm out or like an hour early before I normally go home. He's like, that's mm-hmm. fine. You're still going to get paid for eight hours. I'm like, sick. So I'm going to go home. Yeah. He's like, yeah, go ahead and go home. I'm like, cool. I don't got to do shit now. <laughs> so it was pretty cool, though. But other than that, I've just been pretty much just relaxing, watching Andromeda. I was thinking mm-hmm. about watching the second volume of, what is it called? Love, Death, Machines, I think is what it's called. That Right. I can't remember what it's called right now off the top of my head. It's on Netflix. You, you've heard of that, right? Oh, oh it's, uh, is it Love, Death, Robots? I think it's Robots. Yes, Love, Death, Robots. Yeah. That one. I, was, I, 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 loved, I loved the first volume. It was, mm-hmm. it was unique. All the episodes were like 10, 20 minutes long at most. Right. And then they're like, oh, second volume's coming. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm waiting. I can't wait. And then they finally, I got the notification today that the second one was out. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to watching these. So. I think it'll be kind of fun, but yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, let's see what else is there. What 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 games have you been playing as of late? Uh, like any any particular games of any or of any kind? Um, pretty much just Destiny and Skyrim. That, that's really about it. I tried to get back into Apex, had zero fun, and then stopped trying to get back into Apex. You know how it goes. Oh yeah. I know, yeah, I get that. I get that completely. Yeah. When it comes down to it, playing Skyrim, if you mod it, half the time you're playing the game, the other time you're trying to troubleshoot what broke the game. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> that is the truth. When you mod games, you got to figure out what the fuck did you break? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put in a mod, started a character, looked at Aljuin, broke the game, and then spent the next 20 minutes fixing it. It was like, it was, it was interesting, to say the least. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. That's cool, though. That's cool. Yeah. Me, I've been playing Destiny. Went back to Destiny 1 to play that for a bit. It's been pretty fun. But I've been playing a lot of just random small games because I'm like, I'm bored. I need to take a break from Destiny. I'm playing something different for a minute. I've been playing a little bit of COD because it's kind of fun. Right. Trying to level up and get the season pass weapons and stuff done. But no, other than that, it's been pretty boring. Yeah, it's not been too much going on. I mean, obviously with the new season drop, we we got more to do. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, is you don't want to rush through it and not have anything to do because it's did right. you not see how long that season is going to last us it's uh it, it's going for a while it's what it says like 101 days. Yeah. days is what it says today which is the 14th of may, of uh, may yeah right yeah but the 101 days from today that's that's a long time that's a long ass fucking time like let me calculate this real quick I'm gonna just type it's this in. One season after this as well. Yeah, exactly. But see, the thing is, they did push back Witch Queen's launch till later, that uh, early in the morning. Sorry, I'm, I'm, someone sent me a message on Discord as I'm trying to talk at the same time. It's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> um, let's see, 101 days from today. Would be Monday, August 23rd. So, here's an interesting point. Since it's 101 days, let me pull up a TWAB that has the season calendar, or even just the seasonal calendar real quick. Uh, Seasonal splicer, where's the calendar at? I think it's at the very bottom of the fucking page. Irritates the fuck out of me. But, uh, yeah, calendar. The very last day of the, according to this, season, it says epilogue, August 10th. We still have 14 days after that, two weeks after that day. Right. To find out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. That's a long time. Like, what does that mean? Like, is there going to be something that's dropping on that week? And some shit is going to go down or what? I mean, it it could be... One of those large indices on us, I guess. I don't know. They're just going to meme us. Say good luck, guys. Uh, find something to do, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's crazy. But, it, I mean, this is, I don't know, it's been interesting. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, no, I mean, it, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of fun games. It's been fun. But, no, again, I just, you gotta take breaks from games like Destiny because it, the game, it's very grindy at points, and it's just it's like okay, I don't really want to do this content, but I got the stupid triumph things or whatever I need to get done. Do I really want to? No, I really don't want to. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those games. That was the way I was with last season with all the challenges and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's why I, I didn't even bother if I got them while I was playing. Cool. If I didn't, I'm not missing out. You know what I mean? This season, I might try and focus on it because I'm gonna try and get that extra bright dust because I was told according to this from another podcast, uh, guardian downcast, I'm going to shout them out real quick. Um, 
they mentioned Gator mentioned when he did his when he got his final um uh that bright dust thing, that big large bright dust sum, whenever you get all the challenges completed or whatever that you need. Right. Mm-hmm. He got four thousand bright dust from it. Wow. Jesus. So I kind of want it just for four thousand bright dust. Pretty much, especially because you get like what a hundred for bounties now. Like you get nothing. Yeah, it's not very much. And then you I mean there's a shitload in the fucking season pass though, I will say that. Right. I think that's definitely more this season than there was last season. Yeah, there's definitely more because this season they if you notice they they took out the seasonal armor. Right. Which real quick, I'm just gonna make this point. We're gonna go and just gonna go skip into our we're kind of moving into our show top of the week anyways, but like with this season change, I mean, since we did, you didn't, you weren't on here last week when I talked to Sharp Valor about the, the whole seasonal armor coming out of the season right. pass. What were your thoughts on that when you saw that? I mean, like, as somebody who like never reclaimed or claims the armor from the season pass, like, I'll get my first set and then nine times out of ten, I get the armor set I want just by playing the game. So it just kind of sits there. So, I mean, it is nice to get something other than like four shards if I claim it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, I, I'm an advocate. Okay, I, I see your point, because I'm there with you. I never really pulled it out. But there are those that were doing the whole, like, pinnacle cap grinding and shit. They did find right. that if you were trying to level and trying to get your pinnacles, that would the season pass armor would fill in certain points of your armor, of, like, your, your level. So you had access to pull that straight out and would give you you know, bumps in your leveling a lot quicker than instead of having to grind for more armor with the RNG right. drop that you get, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't mind it because we're getting extra rewards for things that we wouldn't get normally. Like, I'm right. seeing so much more shit, and I'm loving it. I'm like, this is great. I'm getting so much more extra stuff that I may not even use, but it's nice to have as a just-in-case measure. Especially right. at the beginning of the season pass. I'm like, I feel good for those, this free pass in the very beginning of the of the season pass. I mean, look at that first, like thirty levels roughly are, are like pretty decently filled with stuff. Yeah. I mean, after after like level twenty, it gets kind of small and out. It, it, they've got a few gaps in there, but I mean, for the most part, it's actually pretty decent. And then after thirty, it gets to be slimmer and slimmer as you go. But it's not right. bad. It's not honestly no. that bad. No, it could be a lot worse. Exactly. I mean, at least they they still for the, I mean for the free. I mean, nine times out of ten. I mean, if you're not buying the season pass, you're probably not playing the game too often. So exactly. I mean, you get to twenty tiers, you get what is that? I mean, you get an exotic and you get a yeah, bunch I mean, of shit. So first twenty, you why get, not? Uh, let me see. Out of the first 20, um, level 2, you get a upgrade, a couple upgrade modules. Uh, level 3, you get some Glimmer. Level 4, you get some upgrade modules. Level 5, you don't get anything. Level 6, you get uh, Glimmer. Level 7, you get your very first uh, new... What is that called? Bright Engram? Right. What they call it still? Is that what they call them now? I can't remember. Uh, Eververse Engrams. Whatever they're called. The ones that you get from the store. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> the, the loot boxes without being loot boxes. Um... Pretty much. <laughs> um, box without purchasability. It's all yeah, new. right. And then you've got more upgrade modules, some bright dust, some uh, which I'm glad they've actually got legendary shards just thrown in here. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm out here on the struggle <laughs> bus half the time trying to min-max things if I actually try. 
I'm always uh-huh. out of shards. Same. And then uh, more upgrade modules, Glimmer, another Eververse engram, upgrade modules, enhancement cores, Glimmer, Eververse engram, upgrade modules, Bright Dust, and then level 20 is an exotic, which isn't yeah. bad. That's one thing I noticed. I mean, maybe I didn't pay attention as much last season, but they're giving us a lot more exotics in the season pass. It's it, they are. It is being a bit much. I do feel that right now with the season pass, I mean, I like it. I don't mind it, but that's a lot of exotics. Like how many yeah. exotics is that I'm looking at? Let's see. I want to say I counted like seven, maybe. Three. Eight, I think I count seven. Eight. Okay, seven or eight. Seven, yeah. I think is what I count. I might, I, it's around seven or eight. But yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. It's getting to be too much. I mean, this, yeah. that's counting both the season pass for paid and unpaid, and it's right. that's a lot. Which I mean, I guess if you're not gonna go, you know, just hog wild grinding, I mean, it, it's a nice alternative. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, at I, least I can, it's not just right. guaranteed armor, like the seasonal yeah. exotics for this season. If you just get that yeah. and you can, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it because I get it. I get why they have this many exotics because new players and new light players, when they first come in, they buy the season pass because they're like, oh, I love this game. They buy the season right. pass and they have, they have to catch up on how many exotics that they have. I mean, sure. it makes sense. But after that point, you're like, I don't need this many fucking exotics. I'm eating so many exotics right now. It's not even funny. Like, I, I what was it? I did. I went to Zer today. I actually forgot I had a one of those uh, key things or whatever they're called. Those uh, ciphers, yeah. Yeah, the ciphers. I forgot I had it from last season. And I mm-hmm. went over to them and bought them, bought some stuff. And I got two exotics. And they're, like, way above my level right now. They're, like, really nice. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I'm keeping these. But I'm like, it's like- I... I Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's like when I was running, what was it? I think it was, yeah, it was Tuesday. So day one, I got like three exotics to drop. I got like, uh, and keep in mind, my Warlock was really low, more or less. I got like getaways that dropped at 1304. I got a Vesper Radius that dropped at 1306. I got something else. I don't remember. But like, it, it, they were pretty sizable boosts. And to get like three of them in like a matter of a couple hours just by running like Override and something else. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. Well, then, if you think about it, when you go into the nightfall at higher difficulties, it drops a shitload more. And then if you run it on the mm-hmm. double XP or the double reward week, because they keep yeah. bringing that back, it's disgusting. It's super oh, yeah. disgusting. I walk away with like four or five. I'm like, I don't really need all these. Like my vault. How many exotic arm pieces do I have for my character currently in my vault? Let me see right quick, actually. Because I honestly don't know off the top of my head because I have that many. Let's see. For my right. Warlock, I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I have 14 pieces of armor in my, in, that are exotic. Not just for my Warlock, but for all my classes. I have 14 exotics in my, in my collections alone in my vault. Right. On my character itself, I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 helmets. 1, 2, mm-hmm. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 arms. One, two, three, four, five, five chest pieces, and one, two, three, four, five uh, gauntlet or feet, leg pieces. 
So yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, even my even my hunter has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not the facts of one. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. On my hunter, my titans got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I have 18 on my titan. It's getting a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I have 19 just on my Titan. I mean, that's four helmets, five arms, four chest plates, and four boots. I mean, there's stuff I alternate very sparingly, I guess. Like, I have, like, one or two I use. Like, mm. it's just, it's, the rest of them are just kind of situational. Like, hey, we need a bubble. All right, cool. I have a helmet saying that it's all light. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I keep mine for is because fuck i have them on me why not you know yeah like unless i need them for that slot for something else it just kind of stays there without mm-hmm. really any other thing to put there so it's I don't know. like i mean I, I don't even use this exotic but i have on my warlock an apotheosis veil i don't even use that mm-hmm. exotic but i have yeah. it because you never know when you're gonna need it yeah like, there, there's exotics I have that, like, half the time, if they're a high enough light, they'll just stay on my characters until I decide to infuse them into something. You're right. I got a Verity's Brow at 1309 that I'm never going to use. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I get, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I have stuff in here that's a 1276, but because the stat dropped at what level it was, I wasn't going to get rid of it. So why not? Yeah, like I mean, you might as well aspects. hold on to it. Yeah, I don't use these. I have one mod socket into it, which is a recovery mod, and it boosts it up to a 74. But that's a 64 yeah. stat total on its own. That's a lot. Right. So I'm like, that's, that's pointless to get rid of, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's one of the things. I don't know. I don't know. I, I get the reason behind the, the, the season pass being filled with exotics, but I think it's a bit much. Yeah, I mean, as long as it stays in this, it's it's kind of tolerable. But I mean, if it keeps going above and beyond this, it's kind of one mm-hmm. of those. I mean, you kind of need to rein it back in, guys. I love you. I'm, I'm loving the free exotics, but you, you got to bring it back. Yeah. That's okay, about though. it. I mean, other than the exotics for the season pass. I mean, everything else, they, they definitely, uh, they did right. This season's yeah. definitely, uh, they're definitely a step in the right direction. Maybe not perfect, but it's still, we're getting there. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's all in, I don't know, it's practice, it's gonna take some time, but, I don't know. I don't know yet. Sorry, I'm messaging people. People are messaging me. I'm like, fucking hey, dude. I'm in the middle of something. Damn it. But other than that, at least for the season pass, Barb, what are your thoughts on the whole season of the Splicer? Or season 14, as, you call, as we call it. Like I, like I stated, I, I definitely think it's a, a step in the right direction. I mean, myself personally, I'm not always a big fan of the, hey, this is a public event that we've done several times, but reskinned. But so far, with Override, I definitely am really enjoying it. 
Like I, I think I brought it up to uh, Panther. I was talking to him about it. We were talking about the weapons and all that garbage. We were sitting there, and I'm like, you know, it, it's actually just contact, but with lo-fi beats to slaughter Vex, too. That's all it is. Contacts? Which one was that one? Uh, season of the Arrivals public event. Where you oh, grab yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, but the thing is, though, I, the one thing I don't, what I like about this season's art with the new, with the whole thing, the new activity overrides, I'm loving mm. the fact that it's six made match made activities. Okay. Right. Six man match made activities. I love the fact that it's match made. I don't have yes. to sit there and go into an open world and try and find a random team to complete this shit. Yeah. I can jump into a match made activity and I can bring six people with me if I want to. I can bring a full fucking raid team and have this whole shit done. Right. You can do it and say, hey, I'm going to do this. But yeah. That person goes and do that. I'm not like four people going into the portals. And nobody's mm-hmm. doing anything else. You're like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Exactly. And that, that's I, I mean, I love it. it. They've definitely gone in the right direction. This season has been really fun. I'm enjoying it. The story mm-hmm. is I mean, I I don't mind I okay. I don't really care for drip fed story content, but this season I feel like it's almost necessary for the way the story is portrayed anyways. I feel like it's perfect for this. Right. Like last season it kind of sucked because week to week we'd get a different story and mission. And it would give us a little bit of piece of story about what's going on. And then mm-hmm. that was it. This season, it kind of makes sense the way it's doing it. Because, I mean, again, it's a Vex simulation in the tower. It's endless night. It kind of makes sense. Every week to week is going to change. Right. Kind of sucks. But at the same time, it makes more sense that way. And it also allows us to make the season last longer. Because, again, we have 101 fucking days to go through this. Right, <laughs> and it's gonna take at least seventy of those to get through the just the story, more than likely. Yeah, um, it ought to be interesting to see and watch the story unfold. So far, it's it's a pretty cool story. I will give them that. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, real quick on that one with the with the whole story. Are you Team Lakshmi Two or Team Mithrax? So right now, because I mean, homies kind of living in my house, uh, you know, my uh, my SOTP that he, he's living, all these motherfuckers are sleeping on my map. Okay, I kind of have to be with my boy Mithrax. Plus, I just I don't like Lakshmi as a character. I don't. Dude, uh, she she's how do you, how do I put this nicely? She's a twat. primo, primo, primo. Like, she's literally, like, the most smoker chick I've ever heard of. Like, she has yeah. damaged her fucking vocal cords with smoking so much. I, sh- I sh- <laughs> Dude, she's hotboxed so much that at this point, she, she came back as an exo. She's still <laughs> fucked up. Like, bruh. Ugh. Oh, I, see, I, okay. I never had a problem with Future Warcult, but this season has just made me get really irritated with Future Warcult itself. I'm just like, you don't even know what Mithrax is. You have not even talked to him or read or heard anything about him. I've heard a shitload right. about him. And this man, this man deserves respect for the yeah. shit he's gone through. Like, fuck. We're actually going to talk about it in our lore segment, but this man has gone through some shit. Yeah. And it's just, it's fucking amazing. I, I love Mithrax's character. I'm so glad he finally gets an actual season to himself. I'm like, fuck yes. Thank you, Bungie. At least listen to us for one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely biased. I mean, I think the last interaction we had with him was during the Outbreak mission, wasn't it? For season of yep. Drifter? 
Well, technically, yes. So during Season of the Drifter, yes, we had the Outbreak mission. But technically, in Beyond Light, the re, when they did the one of the campaign missions, when you do the the down that catch, that public event. Uh, that's right. Yeah. That's also him trying to uh, rescue. Um, he's trying to uh, free House Salvation uh, members. Right. So it's kind of interesting. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on the Mithrax thing, real quick? Um, I mean, on the topic of uh, uh Lakshmi, uh, fuck her. Uh, New Monarchy's way better. And we exactly. shit on every other faction. I have the weapons to prove it. And anyways, <laughs> I pull them out nah. all the time. And I, when we do custom games, I love it because people are like, "What the fuck did he get killed by?" That's yeah, right. Exactly, I dude. That I out. love myself, dude. That song, <laughs> Justice, dude. Oh. Dude, I have some of the new monarchy weapons. I love them. I love. Them. I love that hand cannon. What's that hand cannon called again? I can't remember the name. Off the top of my head. Gosh, it's um. Uh, I'm pulling it up on my phone right now, so I can actually tell you. Dude, the only one I got and dismantled it, and I couldn't get it back, was that um. It was almost like a half bit. It was the locator, locator, mm. whatever it was from when we just swept the boards as new monarchy. I can't think of the name of it though. I don't know. All I know is. The hand cannon I'm thinking of is called the Older Sister 3. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the most powerful hand cannon, but it's so much fun to mess with people. They're like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is that? I only understand Hawkman. Oh, dude, I, 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 I pull out good counsel every once in a while. You know, I love hockey style weapons don't hate me but i love those weapons those are really simple quick clean weapons they look like modern day weapons in a science fiction world yeah they've got that design to them i don't know why but that's what they look like that's and why i love I was it sad. yeah i was sad when they took my half dan away from me it's like the only hockey weapon i really just outright could just dominate kids with which one was the half dan it was the uh like 360 auto that was a hockey Oh, yeah, the half dan D. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. shit, they did. That's right. They, dude. Reper they reprised it in Forsaken to where it yeah. had random rolls, and then they took it away. Yep. Oh, man, I don't think Dude, that, that gun has such a special place in my heart, because when I started playing Gambit, I ran that in a Xeno phase, and that was my first, uh, the first four the hard way, was I hopped in with a half dan and just started hitting heads. Damn, <laughs> dude. Damn. Now nah, it's oh man, this there, uh, there's so many good weapon makers in this game, and they don't use them. It kind of irritates me because if you look at the like the newest weapon models. What weapon models do they have a look of? Uh, like, like take the auto rifle. Kai brought this to my to my attention the other day when we were talking about it, but he right. said it's it's basically a viced auto rifle that same manufacturer mm -hmm. because it's got the same model and design right I'm like yeah it makes sense it actually does make sense because vice does make the more um more of the rapid fire frame auto rifles mm. and it's cool but i mean i'm like come on come on pull out some of these other ones we don't need olamon we have so many o um amalon weapon types it's not even funny it, it's not especially with the oh on the topic i'm gonna I'm a segue this so we can go back also, Absolutely. Omalone weapons. Uh, hung jury? Question mark. 
Yes. Yes, Hungary is an Omelon. That's what I thought. And uh, also, uh, it do be coming back. Yes, it is. Um, I was I was hoping this week's uh, Nightfall was gonna be um, was gonna be the uh, hung jury, but I knew that they wouldn't. I kind of figured they wouldn't because they're Which like, one, eh, uh, we'll make them wait. It's the fusion rifle this week. Uh, that sucks. Plug one. I mean, it's not bad. It gets some pretty decent rolls. Let me pull it up real quick on my phone with the other mm-hmm. rolls you can get on it. Um, it can run in the very last slot. It can get Thresh, Reservoir Burst. Kickstart Wait. game bonus. Yeah, Reservoir Burst is now finally on Legendary Weapons. Yeah, because that's what the uh, the seasonal ritual has, doesn't it? Yeah, the ritual has it as well. So they brought it out from the Pinnacle area and brought it into Legendary Weapon area. I think this is, so far, Plug 1 and the new Ritual Weapon are the only ones that currently have it, as far as I can tell. And this is another Fusion Rifle somewhere in the game that I haven't found yet. Um, right. That I know of, but as far as I know, those are the only ones that can get it so far. Hmm. It gets it kickstart, which is yeah, right. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was gonna say it would surprise me if they added like a crucible fusion or something that has it just because. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me either. But it also rolls in the fourth slot, uh, kickstart, which is gaining bonus damage and charge time during a slot a slide after sprinting for a short duration. Adrenaline mm-hmm. junkie. Cornered. Faster charge time or draw time when surrounded by combatants. This is basically surrounded on crack for fusion rifles. Mm -hmm. And then backup plan. And then the third slot gets quick draw, feeding frenzy, killing wind, under pressure, and heating up, which is final blows of this weapon increases accuracy and stability while improving vertical recoil. Right. This perk is amazing. And then they also get bottomless grief, obviously, which is amazing. Especially with the changes that they made to where it also increases your magazine size by 30. <laughs> a bottomless grief does. Yeah. Oh. Uh, bottomless, they, uh, at least on auto rifles, at least as far as I know, it's supposed to increase your, it's like 30% increase. When you I'm going to have to check my pallet, girl. I'm going to have to check my, uh, what's it called? Shit. Cheddar price that I have it on. And obviously gets its particle repeater, liquid coils, ionized battery, enhanced battery, accelerated coils, and projection fuse. And then it gets, of course, all the barrel modifications for it. It's not a bad fusion. It's a 740 precision frame, so it hits like a fucking truck. Right. So it's not bad. It's not bad at all, in my opinion. However, Hung Jury would be so much better to get, because Hung Jury has some of my favorite perks. Because they brought it back. I'm like, so fucking happy. Um... <laughs> But they brought back Firefly! Precision kills as this weapon increased reload speed and causes the target to explode, dealing solar damage to nearby enemies. Like, fuck yeah! Firefly's back! Yeah. <laughs> but they have one for all. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be super fun and crucible. Um, But of course it comes with one for all, wellspring, explosive payload, box breathing, adrenaline junkie, and high impact reserves. And then the third slot it gets surplus, heating up, rapid hit, Moving target, subsistence, and of course, bottomless grief, and then all the uh, magazine perks and all the uh, barrel perks. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> and what's nice is I'm looking forward to this uh, uh, Vault of Glass weapon coming back because it gets frenzy. This the scout rifle gets frenzy it's in its fourth slot with Firefly. I'm kind of mad it's not in the third slot, but 
Because I'd love to get full auto trigger system with fucking frenzy. Could you imagine that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Dude, that, that's gonna be good. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't work like that though, because the uh, full auto trigger system and frenzy are in the same perk slot. Sadly, they probably, they probably they foresaw that. that. They probably foresaw <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> they went, yeah. Uh, sorry, chief. We really don't want to fix our game for the next two months because this shit do be good though. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, see, not let you do that. The only thing that's nice about this, what's really nice about this new, about this new scout rifle, there's this brand new perk. It's called rewind, rewind rounds. When this weapon's magazine is empty, it refills from reserves based on the number of hits. So I'm assuming if you hit all 16 rounds of the magazine, that's the base round magazine without any magazine attachments or anything. 16 right. rounds. If you hit all 16 rounds onto an enemy. I'm pretty sure it's going to give you a full 16 round magazine back at the end when it's empty. Oh, that'd be nice. So basically, it's auto, auto reloading when you get to shoot it. So you get quick fire auto reload basically without having to swap weapons. Right. Which is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. But that no, there's some. Be good. Oh, yeah. There's some definitely some pretty good perks this season. I'm really liking this new the heating up perk. I got it on the brand new auto rifle you get this season, the, the Chrono Rush. Right. And the one I'm using right now, it's not the greatest fold, but it's uh, uh, fresh and heating up. Mm -hmm. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. But this gun can roll with some pretty good shit. And then throw heating up on there, which is final blows of this weapon increase accuracy and stability, which is on a 720 is kind of nice. Yeah. But I have yet to get heating up. I really want it on a gun. I just haven't got it yet. You know? mm -hmm. Definitely want it. Have you gotten the new hand cannon from Crucible yet? I have not. I've been trying, but like I said, today I've been playing Trials. I, I, just, dude, I, I, I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you at all. I got one of the new hand cannon, the, the Survivor's Epitaph. Dude, it's yeah. actually not bad. It's like a Duke, isn't it? It's a 120. Kind of. It, it's a, no, it's, it's actually a 180. It's a precision frame. Oh, yeah, it's a 180. That's it's a unit nice. for it to be a 180. Jesus, I know it's huge, <laughs> but dude, it's it's it. This thing is fucking insane, dude. I got um rapid hit wellspring, which isn't like the greatest roll, but right. I mean, shit, on a 180, holy crap, this thing does not move. There's no recoil. Damn, I can hit like I can. It, I mean, it still takes four track. It's like a four tap machine, but <clears> dude. Dude, I don't gotta do shit. I can just fucking shoot it and just go to town. Yeah. It's got some good perk rolls. Like, I'm really? counting one, two, three, four, five, six. So I get 12, you can get 12 perks in the fourth slot, 12 perks in the third slot. And then, of course, all the, the, the barrel of the magazine perks are always the same. But yeah, I mean, right. you can get, you get Kill Clip, Eye of the Storm, Osmosis, High Impact Reserves, One for All, Frenzy, Adrenaline Junkie, Thresh, Multi Kill Clip. Moving target, snapshot sights, and wellspring in the fourth slot. The third slot can get outlaw, rabbit hit, surplus, subsistence, firmly planted, slide shot, killing wind, heating up, tunnel vision, which I wanted to get, um, which is tunnel vision is reloading after defeating a target, greatly increases target acquisition and aim down sight speed for a short duration. Could you imagine mm -hmm. pairing that with uh, snapshot sights? Um, that's actually funny enough. That's what I got on my uh, my trials SMG. Oh yeah, did you, how is it? 
I haven't tested it in PvE yet, but I have I've messed with it in PvP. I mean the SMG as itself, I haven't tested like truly with perks or got to truly use them. But so far the SMG feels really good. I had uh, mentioned that he, when he got his, it's basically a laser beam. It does not move. Like that's fucking. Yeah, scary. that it uh yeah, it is it feels good. With it being a six on the RPM, it feels really good. Sweet, I need to get one. Um and then also it can come with feeding frenzy and quick draw in that third slot, which is these are pretty decent perks on a hand cannon. Yeah. So I mean this is it's a really nice hand cannon for a crucible hand cannon. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll go get it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I mean might as well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean I'm looking forward to it. And then Fate Bringers are 140. So Oh, I'm did they say rewind. it is? Yeah, 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 it's re uh Fate Bringers are 140. Definitely. It's it, I can see it in game. It's a uh adaptive frame right but yeah it's pretty cool but i, I, can't, uh, I can't speak my part on that just because i never got to use the gun in the first place i didn't either I, I looked it up actually one day i went into destiny one and i looked at my collection thing and i noticed i had not actually gotten um i've actually never gotten um vex mythic class and it really pissed me off because I'm always talking about how I shot it. And I'm like, I remember shooting it. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but I remember having it. it was you can't tell me I didn't I have swear. it. I did it. I had it. I had it. I swear. I didn't, I didn't just lie. I had it at one point. I don't know what the fuck happened to it afterwards. So. Man, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, real quick, I'll go over the uh, new perks we the new perks for weapons we got this season but we got adrenaline junkie which is grenade final blows grant bonus damage and handling for a modded duration uh cornered which we talked about earlier but faster charge time or draw time when surrounded by combatants danger zone the blast radius of this weapon increases when surrounded by combatants this one is really good on that new grenade launcher i got it that was my first one on that uh the grenade launcher because you get that grenade launcher after the first mission or whatever <laughs> the uh it's the danger one right the danger perk. yeah the yeah the danger zone yeah i got that in quick draws on like my second one it feels really good i got spikes with it nice it see i got a really shit roll with mine i got danger close field prep with concussion or blinding nades i'm like that's fucking stupid you suck <laughs> uh, i still have it i don't know if i have it. Uh, oh, yeah that i think i broke it off ah i have I have blinding nades, uh, one for all, and lead from gold. I was yeah. like, huh, if I can hit somebody several times, I maybe could take half their health with a blinding nade. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And then um, next up, we have Firefly Precision Kills as this weapon, increase reload speed, and cause the target to explode, dealing solar damage to nearby enemies. Um, heating up, final blows with this weapon, increase accuracy and stability while improving vertical recoil. Liquid cooling. Um, this one is on the, uh, new hand cannon, not hand cannon, uh, new exotic sidearm. Um, final blows of this weapon enable a charge shot for a short duration. Targets hit by a shot are instantly frozen. Um, uh, what's the rest of the perk say? Um, at the cost of the weapon's entire magazine. Um, rewind rounds. I'm pretty sure this is a Vault of Glass exclusive. Because it only rolls on Vault of Glass weapons. So I'm pretty sure this is a Vault of Glass, a Vault of Glass exclusive weapon perk. Which is kind of cool. I mean, it would make sense, yeah. I mean, maybe they'll roll it out in a later season. If we have something that ties into the Vault. Well, see, the I reason I kind of get why they did this. Because it's just like the 
the weapons from Deepstone Crypt. That one mm-hmm. perk is only those so those those two perks. They're only four of all. They only roll on those weapons. Are like almost raid specific perks. And it kind of makes right. sense with rewind rounds being a vex or a uh, vault of glass because technically, vault of glass was lost in time and now it's back. So technically, it kind of right. makes sense why it would be called this. But mm-hmm. uh, rewind rounds when this weapon's magazine is empty, it refills from reserves based on the number of kills or hits. Sorry, that's pretty cool. Um, temporal unlim- um, unlimiter. This is on the confirmed. Vex Mythoclass, because of course, if they're going to bring back Vog, they better bring back Vex Mythoclass. Um, <laughs> basically, how this perk works, it works in tandem with the uh, actual perk from the actual weapon, but it's called Temporal mm-hmm. Unlimiter. Defeating targets bail- build stacks of overcharge, alternate we- weapon action, swap firing modes when fully overcharged. In alternate firing mode, hold the trigger to charge up and fire more powerful linear fusion shots. Because it's not a linear fusion rifle, but it's not a fusion rifle. <laughs> it's a scout rifle. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> and then, of course, the last one being tunnel vision. Reloading after defeating a target greatly increases target acquisition and aim down sight speed for a short duration. Now, what's interesting, I think this is kind of funny, but Kickstart was actually added last season, but it never rolled on any weapons until now. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's just vibing, you know. Just yeah, don't worry about it. Shit happens, you know. We forgot about it, and shit happens. <laughs> oh shit! Now, real quick on this, while we're talking about weapons, what are your thoughts on the addition of the two, the the one weapon to each uh, perk pool for the, uh, you know, vault uh, for Vanguard? Uh, what's it called? Uh, Gambit and Strikes, or not Strikes, but uh, Crucible. We talked about the hand cannon already. We haven't talked about the other two. But what are, well, your, what are your thoughts on I actually that? don't know what the two are for Strikes and, or strikes and Gambit. Or no, you're good. So Gambit gets borrowed time. It's an aggressive frame SMG. It's a 750. Mm-hmm. And it basically looks like Exit Strategy, if you ever had that SMG. Right. But it has a foldable stock on it. Uh-huh. That's what they changed, but it's got some pretty decent rolls. Mm-hmm. It rolls with surrounded, rampage, one for all, swashbuckler, demolitionist, snapshot, wellspring, frenzy, thresh, dragonfly, adrenaline junkie, and tap the trigger, as well as dynamic sway, feeding frenzy, threat detector, surplus, overflow, firmly planted, killing wind, fourth time to charm, grave robber, range finder, tunnel vision, and heating up, as well as all the barrel perks, obviously, and everything else. But it's an aggressive frame, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, what's it called? Crap. Um, Vanguard get a brand new. I think this is a yeah breach loader that's as far as I know have never been in the game before until now. Called empty vessel. Mm-hmm. This weapon comes with thresh, one for all, swashbuckler, vorpal weapon, demolitionist, snapshot sights, unrelenting. Multi kill clip, disruption break, and of course, danger zone. Then it also comes with underdog, field prep, ambitious assassin, threat detector, auto loading holster, uh, frenzy, genesis, surplus, quick drop, and lead from gold. And of course, you're obviously your regular your spike grenade on your magazine perks and your uh, launcher barrel perks. 
mm-hmm. or a uh, solar breech loader. So it's not bad. No. <clears throat> no. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, when it comes to the seasonal weapons, I'm glad we're getting new weapons. I mean, so I don't get my 772nd Nation of Beasts or so on right. and so forth. Like, it's cool that they're bringing in exclusives again. Because, I mean, think about it. When was the last time we got exclusive weapons that weren't just reprises of old weapons from, like, year one? True, true, exactly. And that's why I'm like, I have you. I mean, sure. Plug one, um, use them a RR4, which is the sniper rifle from Nightfalls, and Hung Jury. Technically, they are reprised from Destiny 1, but. These are weapon models that have never been in the game, as far as I know. Right. And they're new. Because they brought back old perks that don't really roll on those weapons anymore. Like, Hung Jury brought back Firefly, which doesn't even roll exist in the game. They had to bring that perk back. Mm-hmm. Because they knew if people got that gun and it didn't have, it didn't have that option, people would get pissed off, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know they it's, would. <laughs> it's one of those, bring it back or don't bring it back at all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... I'm definitely excited for it. I'm glad they're doing stuff like that. It's kind of needed. This game has been needing some new things. It's kind of been, here, you get this, you get that. Cool, you're good now. Don't complain. Yeah. So <laughs> you complain you'll about make it, you and you're fault. not going to say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, it's cool. I mean, what are your thoughts on the swords returning, actually? That's a real quick question. What are your thoughts on the uh, the class-specific swords coming back? Me personally, I'm actually really excited that they came back. I was talking to Panda about that as well, and both of us are really hyped to get Crown Splitters back again. He more than I. It uh. Now, I, hmm? I was just gonna say I was gonna ask you this question, but now with this being said, are you upset that the Warlock Sword got an updated uh type? It's no longer a what was the old frame type? I believe it was an adaptive. Uh, let me check real quick. Yeah, it was an adaptive frame. Are you now? Are you upset that they changed it from an adaptive to a vortex frame? Necessarily, because I mean, the Titans and the Hunter—they have the animation and all that. I mean, it, we we gotta give our we gotta give our warlock something. Because that, I mean, me personally, when I got that sword, the original one, I was underwhelmed as shit. True. I mean True. that that's. It was just a very kind of underwhelming sword. So, I mean, it'll definitely be nice to see another Vortex frame in the game. Right. Now, would it have been cool to see another bolt or like a bolt caster aspect? Sure. But, I mean, you know, baby steps. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, with this being said, though, have you actually gotten any of them yet? Not since they reprised them. No, I have not. Okay. I got one, and it's the Warlock one because I'm playing a Warlock. I don't know if they're class-specific. Kai says they are. They I are. have not had... I have no idea how if it is or not. I would like to know. But if you think yes. they, they are class-specific still, okay. They did bring <clears> them back as class-specific. Cool. I'm kind yeah. of okay with that. It doesn't bother me as much. I'm kind of mad that they didn't really give them very much role. They didn't give them very many like perks. Like They get really shit perks. Mm-hmm. Like Quick Fang only rolls with on the fourth slot as one for all, flash counter, and guard and assassin's blade and the third slot comes with thresh energy transfer relentless strikes and tireless blade 
and it always comes with Swordmaster's Guard. And then Eternity's Edge um, comes with Assassin's Blade, Surrounded, Flash Counter, Counter, Counter Attack, and Whirlwind Blade. And then um, in the third slot, it comes with Relentless Strikes, Energy Transfer, Tireless Blade, and Thresh. Comes with Infinite Guard, of course, guaranteed. And then Crown Splitter can come with Counterattack, Surrounded, Whirlwind Blade, Vorpla Weapon, as well as Thresh, Flash Counter, Tireless Blade, and Relentless Strikes with a Heavy Guard. <clears throat> so they really didn't give you very much for choices when you roll when you try to search for these. Not really, but I mean, if you have your set roll, and as long as it's there, I mean, people are going to be happy. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, then again, swords really don't have that many perks as it is anyways. I kind of wish that they would right. make some more perks for them. They kind of need something. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they need some love. Swords, you know, they're kind of underwhelming when it comes down to it. I mean, they're great for close range attacks. But I mean, how many how many bosses can we actually sword to death? Like, very few. Riven's a really good contender, my gamer. <laughs> well, there's that. But, I mean, I mean, like, physically... Like when you're, I'm talking like big bosses. I'm talking like fallen captains or hive knight bosses or something like that. You know what I mean? You can't really compete with those because they have a stop mechanic. Right. I mean, that's that's the only good part about it being a sword is, I mean, as long as you time it correctly, whether or not, like, if you're running a guillotine, as long as you're not doing a vortex and you're light attacking, you're golden. But yeah, if you exactly. get caught with your pants down, then you're you're gonna go see the wall and how pretty it is on the other side of the map. It's just, yep. it depends. I don't know. I, I just feel like swords are very underwhelming when it comes down to it. They have very little use except for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, I wish they would. I know it's never going to happen, but I really wish on the topic of swords, they'd reprise my baby. I, I need my striker sure hand back in my life. <laughs> I need it with Shattering Blade and Surrounded. That's, uh, I need it. <laughs> Which one is that one? The uh, Black Armory Sword. Oh, shit. That one is a really good-looking sword, too. Dude, it's It had it's a really so decent good. look, too. Fucking A, dude. I'm kind of mad they didn't bring back a lot of these Black Armory weapons when they brought back Ada 1. Kind of pissed off. That's, yeah, I really wish oh. that they'd have done that. But, I mean, it makes sense because the forges are gone and all that shit. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, they could have just done as world drops. I mean, like, fuck it. Yeah. So what? Just say, since the forges were around for almost two years, we actively made X amount of weapons, and now they're just scattered all over the world. Fuck Pretty it. much. I mean, you know, arms healing, fuck it. Go off, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just kind of weird on that. Yeah. With the top of Ada 1, though, your thoughts on ammo or on armor synthesis? I am a colossal fan. I really like it. I mean, as as it sits, I was kind of, I don't know. The the whole temp per season, that kind of grinded my gears a little bit. But now that, I, now that I'm in it and they're giving us just cent after cent. Now, it may be just for this season. So, I mean, you know. But maybe next season we'll just start and we'll get our 10. But... As it sits right now, it's it's a uh, it's definitely not pushing out Eververse like, hey, if you want what you want, you gotta buy it. You know what I mean? 
Like mm-hmm. they're uh, they're giving us shit. They've probably given us at least ten without touching a bounty, wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah, I've actually got eleven. I've gotten eleven right. per character so, so I mean, far. I haven't bought anything yet. So it's uh, it, it's definitely nice, and um, I'm glad that you can finally uh, you can customize it how you want. Like there, there's armor pieces that I've wanted for forever, but they've just been they were like the first thing to go when sunsetting mm-hmm. hit. So it just it got taken out. You know what I mean? So I don't know. As long as they uh they keep doing it like this, we'll be good. But if they yeah, do think... something, tweak it and it messes with it, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. The the one thing I the only thing I want them to do to this armor census system is I would love for them to add in that one single column of above all the armor pieces, like the mm-hmm. individual armor pieces, make it to where we can select a full set. Please just make it to where I can select a full set at one time and look at it directly. So I can actually preview sets and see how I want them. Well, you can. I mean, Once you're in your own. You uh, can, when you look at your overview. If you do it, I mean, like, individually. You have to do individual pieces at a time. Instead of doing a full set at, at one single time and it equips all four or all five pieces at one time, you have to individually do it yourself. Well, do you mean, like, picking the individual? Like, you, because you can preview them. Do you you've seen the appearance thing where you can put the shader on all your armor? Yeah, yeah, you could do it like that. I mean, you do that and then you just go back up to the apply all the shader. Well, that's what I'm saying. I am saying I I like that, but I like I would rather have the option to just open up a spot and it just put on all five of these armor pieces as a preview, so I can actually okay. preview the full set ahead of time instead of having to go into each individual one and scroll back up to look at your full set. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's, like, it's, it's just it's just quality of life. I'm just trying to make it easier because then because I mean, I'm just I just want to look at like armor sets like I was looking at the all white original armor set you get from when you first started the campaign of Red War, that right. brand new fresh looking warlock set, you know, with the warlock mm-hmm. emblem on the chest piece and everything. And I was like, I'm going to look at it. I want to see how well this looks with shaders because I was thinking about getting it. Right. And. It was just a pain in the ass because I had to scroll all the way through my entire the list of everything I've unlocked in the entire game, all the armor pieces I've collected to find that one armor piece and make sure it was the right one on every single one of them and that they match the set together and then put it together instead of being able to just open up the set completely and put it on fully at one Mm -hmm. time, you know. Another thing I wish they would do, even though the ornament set in the uh not just the season pass but the one in the uh the store airverse even though you can't buy it with transmog stuff right can you let us preview it with shaders like let us open it up in the pre in the appearance section and preview it mm-hmm. like please yeah. that's uh yeah i definitely uh i definitely back you off that where if I mean if you're gonna spend money on Eververse, I feel like you should be able to, like you said, put it with shaders. So you're not gonna buy it and be like, wow, this shaders really badly, and then not run it and just waste money on it. Exactly. Like, oh. That makes me like, think of Guardian Games the first time it came out with the armor sets that came out. This this it wouldn't shade for shit. Yeah. I mean, this year's was better. I have the full Warlock set. I was gonna buy the other two, but I was like, yeah, fuck it, I don't have time. So I didn't, yeah. but I liked them. Those are good sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this season's it was uh, definitely better than last year. So you don't look like you're going to go to space quite as much. Yeah. 
and it shades really nice too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Warlocks one was really good this year. Like it was I really great. The I only thing I don't like titans. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about the chat the, the the warlock is the chess piece and how it has the Guardian Games emblem on the center of it. I'm like, can you just get rid of that? Like that's like the one thing I don't want on there. Like, could you yeah. just move that to like a shoulder pad to where it's not as visible? Like, come on. Like I don't mm-hmm. I, I I get the reason why they did it, but I'm like, come on. It, that just ruins the whole aesthetic of like a really nice looking. It looks like a really nice fancy suit. Like yeah. it's really nice looking. So, I don't know. Cool. Anything else you want to add to this, real quick? Um, I mean, like I said, we'll we'll kind of have to we'll hold out and see just how well it goes. In that. so I'm uh, I'm definitely gonna withhold my judgment. That's fine. Do you have any Do you have any hopes for this season? I mean, I'm I'm hoping they're going to push out enough to uh, to keep me interested because I'm notoriously bad at being really really involved in the middle of the season for like the beginning, mm-hmm. and then I take off like the entire middle to like two thirds of the season, and then for like the final quarter, I'll get in and then be like, huh, I should probably do this something, and then yeah. I kind of half ass it the rest of the season. But we'll see. I mean, like I said. So far, I'm really enjoying it, but I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna be too optimistic. Right. That makes sense. I do have another real quick question, real quick. I, I, well, it's on my mind. Mm-hmm. With the, the exotics that we've been getting for weapon wise, I mean, I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts. Do you remember last year for all the seasons, we always got three exotics? We got one random world drop, basically, almost on some, on some of the seasons. Not all of them, but some of the seasons had a random drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember if I'm right, let me pull up the exotics real quick. Um, <clears throat> if I'm right, Season of Dawn had uh, Bastion was a quest weapon, um, Cold Heart, Bastion, not, and uh, Devil's Ruin. Devil's Ruin were 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 seasonal, were the weapons for the store, were the story weapons. You got those from the story, and then you mm-hmm. had Symmetry was your weapon from the season pass. That was three exotics. Then right. the next season after that, Tommy's Matchbook, you got Tommy's Matchbook, Fourth Horseman, and what else was it? I can't remember any of it. Um, Air Apparent at the time. Right. Which, I mean, that and was then, just because the season happened to wind up. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Like, do you feel that with this, the last couple of seasons, like uh, season of, um, what was it, The Hunt? We got... What was it? Um, Hawkmoon and the. Um... Damn it. Yeah, we got Hawkmoon was a story mission quest, and then we got the. Uh, was it Duality? Yes. Yeah, Duality. We only got two exotics that season. Last season, we got Tiku's Divination mm-hmm. and Dead Man's. Do I you mean... think. I mean, do do you feel like we should be getting more? I mean, as as much as of an advocate as I am for, hey, I, I like getting new guns. I mean, with the effort they're putting through, like last season, Hawkmoon's mission, platforming pissed me off, but it was a pretty good mission. And then last season with the uh, the Dead Man's, that was a phenomenal mission. I right. mean, it, it, if I have to give up quantity over the quality i i would trade that i mean because i mean look at season of dawn's mission we got symmetry from the season pass 
and then Devil's Road from a, a quest, but we were going places we, we'd been before. Whereas Bastion was a phenomenal quest where it took the entire community, I mean, Raid Seekers, all, all those guys coming together to figure it out. Like, it, it was a really cool area, something we'd never seen before. So, I mean, I don't know. It, like I said, as much as I would like more, I, I would definitely like better. So, I mean, if this gives them the freedom to, to go out of their way and make pretty cool-looking areas, I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, no, that makes sense. I'm trying to think about I'm just trying to think about it. I mean, I was just thinking about it today. I'm like, man, that's, you know, we've only gotten, like, two exotics in a, in a couple of seasons. And it's, I mean, I get it. They're limited. It's, it's hard to make exotics because you have to design the entire thing. And I've always I, I learned this from talking to a guy, but he designed some stuff based on how Bungie does it. And this is how Bungie does it. Bungie designs the perk before it designs the weapon. Right. They design what the weapon will do before they actually design the weapon, because then they can actually design the weapon and the icons and things like that around what it does. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives a whole new meaning to how they design certain part, like certain things. Right. Kind of interesting. But I mean, again, I'm like, it just sucks because I like getting new weapons. I like I like just getting new weapons to play with because, I mean, there's only so much you can play with. Like, I, don't hate me, but the new sidearm from the, the seasonal weapon sidearm is kind of fun. I mean, not a very fast fire rate, obviously, but it's kind of fun because it's just different. It's like the it's a different style of sidearm mm-hmm. in the exotic slot because it's. Technically supposed to be an energy weapon, but it's also technically a kinetic. Right. Which I think is funny because I this is what's funny. I found this out. I went into my my triumph section on my on my on my thing, and it says in the exotic cap. If you look under energy weapons, do you know what weapons there? Cryostesia. Is actually an energy weapon. Okay. The catalyst is listed under energy weapons. But according to this, it's inside the kinetic slot, and that's where it's supposed to be. So I'm wondering if something's going to change down the line, either in-game on the API, that'll change the catalyst to be a kinetic catalyst, or the gun will eventually become an energy weapon. I don't know. That is interesting. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's it's definitely a... It's an interesting weapon. I mean, I'm not big on it, but I mean... In my eyes, it's not going to beat my Devil's Ruin. I mean, I I like laser beams because laser beams go burr. But I don't know. I'm just it's the only thing that kind of makes it interesting for me is because it's a stasis weapon, and we haven't got yeah. one of those since the launch of Beyond Light. So I mean, yeah, I and don't we got know. a shitty one. <laughs> I mean, that shit did be breaking the game though. That, well, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about it, though, is it was so hard to use when it comes to, like, shooting enemies. You're like, what the fuck is this for? It's just primarily... setting up shadow dives, dude. Yeah, it's exactly. just that, And then how I would look at it is like a barricade, like, build a wall. Pretty much. You just Mr. Gorbachev, that bitch, and you're fine. Yep. But I, I do agree with you. This The new sidearm is definitely interesting. It's something fun, and it's because of the whole stasis aspect it's one of the first ones and next season they're supposedly adding more i'm like sick it's gonna be badass right i don't know i'm hoping this season's gonna be really good i'm hoping the story's gonna be really good i am kind of curious on this whole epilogue thing but i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens i guess we'll see what happens yeah 
Right. Do you have anything you want to add to the, uh, the show type of the week that we've been discussing, all the stuff we've been talking about? Real quick. I, I think I'm pretty, uh, pretty solid. I don't think I have too much else to add. Just going to kind of hold out on judgment till we get farther in, and then we'll see. I, I don't blame you, dude. I do not blame you at all. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, on which you're going to hear like right away, um, we will be talking about the lore, which is where we're going to cover what's been go- what's going to happen this season. We're going to kind of talk about some one of the main characters this season that they brought back, which is Mithrax. So we're actually mentioned oh, we're going to talk about a little bit of lore, which is badass about him, give him some background on information about what he is and who he is. So real quick, we'll be right back. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Guardian Ghost Cast. Um, this is a little spoiler warning. Our lore segment does get a bit uh, spoilery. It does talk about current events in the current season, and it kind of talks about some things that you may not want to listen to. So go ahead and skip ahead as much as possible until you reach the uh, TWAB information there. Uh, I may have links in the description. just depends. But this is your spoiler warning. Um, if you do not want to hear spoilers about the current season, um, then go ahead and skip ahead. All right, and we're back. We're going to go ahead and go cover some really cool lore piece from um, the Misrax books. All right, sorry, not books, but uh, book or chapter in the uh, Dreaming City lore book. Um, <clears throat> real quick, it's going to be a little different. So we normally, we were been, we've been covering the Cade book uh, the past couple of weeks, but this week we wanted to cover something important because it is important to know about what what this character is and who Mithrax is especially with the season being about him and his people and the the house of light and everything else going on we figured give some background information on him and then hopefully by next week when muted foxes episodes up with the Cade book lore um, as well as with the trials titan set or not Titan, it was Hunter set, um, up as well. We can then finally actually have access to uh, to do it and have actual continue our, um, our lore segments. Um, but without further ado, um, do you want to read this one or do you want me to read it? Uh, I'll take the next one if you want to read this one. Okay, I'll read this one. All right, so first off, we have... Misrax, that's his, that's his proper pronunciation in the Elixir language, from the Dreaming City book. The Vandal stoops as he exits the Galliot. All of his arms are bound behind his back, so he cannot shield his eyes from the bright sun. A breeze stirs his cloak. There's a cliff behind him and lush gardens ahead. His jailer would not grant him the honor of a quick death, so he must intend to torture him. She thinks he will yield like the flesh lovers from the house judgment she is wrong whatever oh man fuck what's that word um indignant or ah fuck english is not my strong suit um (laughs) yeah whatever um she can muster and our muster are nothing compared to what he deserves with his clan held high he imagines Chucking off his armor and laying all four of his arms in his captain's hands. His captain is his mother. 
and she will not dock him with a sigh. She will twist and tear his arm from his body like she is shucking a fine, fat crab for dinner, and he will be glad of the slow, sick cracks and crunches of his bone. He will be glad of the shame. Let him go limbless for the rest of his wasted life. Let the ether first shrivel him up like a Yaveral cis. I can't speak elixiny, but this is an elixiny word. I wish I would watch the video. If you really want to hear this in a really good way, I'm just doing this because I, I like talking about this character. But if you really want to hear a really good lore book, a lore reading of this entire discussion of what we're going to talk about, look up My Name is Bife. He did a really good video on who Mithrax is. Definitely check him out. He's going to cover what we cover pretty much, as well as a few other things that he's got. But, um, Yavrasil, Yavis, Viru, uh, whatever, okay, Fig. What do you think? His jailer asks in a language he cannot understand. He steps up beside him and claps a hand on his shoulder. He flinches. She is nearly as tall as he is, and for a creature with no claws, her grip is strong and sure. Together, they contemplate the gardens. It's all a bit much for my taste, she admits as she sneaks a few... A f wow. What the fuck? I can't read. Um, furtive look at her. Her bow is unstrung. There's only one arrow in her quiver. She is stupid. He whirls, trips her, and sprints for the cliffs. She swears, recovers, and lunges after him. As he pinches himself off the edge... He thinks of his mother's shame and prays that she forgives him. Better that she never had a son than a weakling so easily captured by the enemy. It is his bad luck that she catches his foot with one hand. His helmet slams into the rocky cliffside. A piece of his rebreather cracks off and disappears into the mist far below. He fails, but he cannot drag her down with him. Somehow, she hauls him in like a fish. As soon as she has him on solid ground, she binds his ankles with the string of her bow. All right, she says, catching her breath. All right. She chuckles, pats his shoulder fondly, and then pulls him upright like a sack of... Fuck. Love you. Good luck on that one, bud. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Love you. <laughs> The Sackis. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, she takes a step back, brushing her, brushing off her hands against the seat of her trousers. He glowers. The surliest. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it! Licks me in school. Fucking a man. Um, <laughs> this sign to have a fireless bow before him. Thunderstruck, he's not good. 
she asks and tries again. Furious confusion takes him. Irisovix, she holds out her free hand with her, her fingers. Bread. in supplement narrowing then she points at him honor bound even as he simmers and scandals he replies misrax they'll ask see your ricks okay mithrax she replies then grins they'll ask mithrax and welcome let's have a look about, shall we? <clears throat> so that was that was really horrible. Because I can't speak your lick's name. I should have watched the video and learned how to fucking say these words. But oh well, fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so what I'm understanding from what's going on right now is I believe he's been captured by a separate house because technically at the time, let me see if I can pull this up on Destinypedia real quick because why the fuck not? Because this has all been updated with his new information. This is new season, so quite a bit of new information on him. Well, at but, least for uh, right now, looks like he's been captured by the uh, by the Queen's Wrath. Could be that. Let's see. Light. Okay, it doesn't really go over the what. Since you're... Yeah, because uh, okay, so, Um. Yep. Yep. Here, I looked it up on Destinypedia as well, and he said he was captured by. Sir uh, Ido and transported aboard a galliot with all four of his arms bound behind his back due to not being killed outright by Sigir. Misrax believes that she intends to torture him, but vowed that it would not work and that he would never yield like the house judgment to the Awoken. He also believed that nothing the Awoken could do to him would compare to the shame and dishonor he already felt at home at being held captive. Upon landing in the Dreaming City, Misrax steps out of the galley into a garden, imagining as he did so that his mother would dock his arms with nothing but her own brute strength and would willingly become, um, would welcome death by ether, starvation, to make up for his shame. Sajir begins speaking to him in a language he did not understand and placed a hand on his shoulder. Misrax was survived as if by how strong her grip felt despite lacking claws. But he quickly noted her quiver held only one arrow for her bow and believed her to be as be stupid as they started at the gardens. He quickly swept her legs out from under her and began ch charging towards a nearby cliff edge, seeking to kill himself to erase his shame and hoped his mother would soon forget him. However, 
Sajir caught one of his feet as he began to fall and hauled him back to the cliff, the cliff despite his attempts to drag her down with him. Um, Sajir quickly bound Misrax's feet to prevent him from attempting suicide again, unable to do anything but glower or glower at his com- captor and, and hate her weak human form. He was caught off guard when she suddenly drew two fractal knives and performed an irrelevant bow towards him. Stunned by the display of peace, Misrax quickly felt a sense of fury and believed it to be some kind of trick, but responded correctly to the gesture. Sajir continued to perform the ritual of supplication, even speaking in Lixney, which caught him, caused him to feel a fresh sense of betrayal and wonder how many secrets of the fallen had been told to the Awoken by those who had surrendered to their rule. Despite his feelings, when Sajir placed the knife between them and introduced herself, Misrax was honor-bound to respond in kind and attempted to state her name back. Although he found it difficult, the Awoken had trouble with his name as well, pronouncing it as Mithrax, but welcomed him to the Dreaming City and proposed they look around. Despite his initial feelings, Mithrax soon became friends with Shajir and an ally of the Awoken. Fighting alongside Shajir, can't pronounce, fuck it, I'm not going to try anymore, um, <laughs> against Fallen, who remained hostile to them. After one battle fought alongside cor- uh, Corsairs and Crows, Wolves and the House of Devils, Mithrax's, Mithrax sat on, the, on a galliot's wing and watched with some dusk discomfort as his new allies picked through the wreckage and charred barred bodies, treating their own wounded and, and the surviving fallen. He was startled out of his reflection when Sajir appeared and requested the aid in the search efforts. He reluctantly did as she asked. Finding a survivor, surviving wolf, he recalled from a coming-of-age ceremony for a distant relative. Three devils who started stared at him in confusion and anger, and a crow trapped beneath the wreckage of his ship. As he found, as he finished searching the remains of the of his skiff, he heard a noise in one of the vessel's ventilation shafts. Peering within, Mithrax was startled, startled to find a hatchling still in its egg mold. Prying open the grate, he struck his hand he his hands in and softly encouraged her to come with him and felt his heart surge with emotion as she crawled into his awakening, awaiting palm. Damn, that's fucking deep. Yeah. Damn. But then, okay, that, 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 that clears up one question. Obviously, they have baby Mithra. They, they have baby Fallen. But now we know that they come in eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was important mm-hmm. to know, you know? Baby Yoda-looking motherfuckers. I know, right? Dude, they are adorable. You can't tell me they're not. <laughs> and what are your thoughts on this? Like, what what are your thoughts on this whole story of Mithrax becoming a member in the Awoken Society in a way? It's nice to see, because I mean, if have you been to the the Lost or uh, the Scourge area and listened yeah, to the, uh, the the audios? I listened to two of them. The one okay. with the the House of Light banner, and then I talked to that lady that was holding the fallen babies. Mm-hmm. And I had I talked with her, and I, she was telling me about how the Awoken—not the Awoken, but the the how the ether works. It's not just food to them; it's mm-hmm. as human as she puts it in, in the way of like as humans would 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 need hormones to grow. Yeah, ether is what that would be considered for them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening yes, to that. Captain... I thought it was really interesting. I know, oh, it's kind of interesting, too, because it's... No, you're good. I was just going to say, it's kind of interesting, because how they... I mean, if you want to say it, I don't know if you... Can you can you remember what I'm... Do you, do you get where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. So basically, I mean, with... If they have the ether required, every fallen or name should be a captain. That is, yeah, as exactly. they put it, is their final form. Mm-hmm. Their adulthood, that you right. call it. I would... I would say a drag is a baby, a vandal is an adult, is a teenager or, right. or early 20s. And then, you know, you got your 30, 40, 50 as a captain, in my opinion, is how it is how I describe it. Right. Or something along those lines, at least. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, that was pretty interesting to, to listen to, because, I mean, imagine how much of a difference it would make if they didn't have to deal with the ether rationing and all that that they do. Where they just have a bunch of undermature fallen. Well, see, that's one thing I understand. Now, what's interesting is that he, in that in that exact same point, she mentions that the House of Salvation did the rationing because it causes it's a way of controlling the people, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. It's, that's true. It, this is actually how it. This is true. The first thing that most whenever you take over a country or something like that, what's the first thing you go after? Food. Resources. Mm -hmm. If you control the resources, you control the population. Right. And if ether is something that they need to survive, control that because then they'll actually do what you told them to do. Exactly. I mean, somebody who's hungry or somebody who's malnourished is somebody who's not as likely to revolt and try and throw you out. But exactly, back on is, the, uh, this is deep. This mm, is some deep shit. It's um one thing I find really interesting about this one is, I'm sure you've probably noticed his daughter, or maybe it could be that hatchling, is Ido, or her name is Ido, named after the first Queen's Wrath. So you can tell after this encounter, regardless of him trying to kill himself and all that, you can tell that maybe could really good companions really where do you find that at when you um the lady who's talking on all the audio logs her name is Ida and one of the um one of them brings it up that she's Mithrax's daughter or something along those lines oh shit that's yeah see the thing is it's not in on it's not included into this uh, website that's why I was wondering I'm like where the fuck did you see that at what the hell (laughs) yeah no if you go to the, uh, if you go to it, it should talk about it, unless I'm tripping balls. But if I remember right, that was in one of the uh, the audio things. Cause I think it was like three or four in that area. Yeah, there's quite a few in there. I, I just I've only talked to a few of them. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I thought that was a really nice mm-hmm. place. I like I like that idea of what they did with that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, do you want to read the next story for us? Yeah, the, I'll start up. The Lord of Wolves, um, lore reading or piece or tab, what do you want to call it? I was gonna say, now this is for the exotic, right? There's, I don't think there's a lore book for this, correct? No, no, this is, this is the lore tab in the, the weapon. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, so Lord of Wolves, by this right alone, do I rule? Why do they call themselves wolves? 
asks. You guys don't have any wolves in your homeworld, do you? Nama, the captain, replies. He has he is perched on a rusted outskiff. He scans the horizon, trying to remember the way to the crypt. So why, then? Most people haven't even seen one. Yeah, the warlock chimes in. I'd never even heard of wolves till I went to the Iron Temple. The captain cocks his head in a way that makes him look like a very squat, hulking out. Why Elixis accept the name Fallen? Why wolves accept the name Wolves? Why Misrax is now? He grimaces as he mimes their accent, showing his serrated teeth. Mifrax. He rises on one fluid motion and stands at his full height. Why speak Guardian way instead of Elixir? Dop things do not word themselves. He hops down, brushing past the hunter and the warlock with the rippling strength of a hunting tiger. House of Wolves. They bend Araskilasan. Gentle weavers. Come. I know the way now. Interesting. Huh. Interesting piece. Trying to find out where this one is at in this area. I believe it is. So after the Alliance of Shijar. Sorry, I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to see if I can find this. So this isn't mentioned. It's not on the lore piece that we just talked about, but it is mentioned here. That enemy mm -hmm. of my enemy. So, uh, decades later, Mithrax is no longer allied with the Awoken, with Tajir having perished during the Reef Wars and the Reef having been thrown into chaos in the aftermath of the Taken War. He eventually joined the House of Dusk, which was created from the broken remnants of the, of the most remaining houses and rose to the rank of captain with command of his own crew and catch. Mithrax learned of a methane reactor on Saturn's moon, Titan, in the ruins of the New Pacific Ar Ar Archaeology. Yeah, uh, that would allow for an easier production of ether to feed his people. Leading his crew to Titan, Mithrax began scourging the archaeology for the location of the reactor, locating an auxiliary control center in the tidal anchor that might contain the data they needed. However, this attracted the attention of the Vanguard and Duke Deputy Commander Sloan, who sent the young wolf to clear out the fallen. Mithrax deployed barricade servitors to slow the Guardian who arrived at the control center just as Mithrax prepared to leave with the data he sought. Separated by a locked door, Mithrax acknowledged the Guardian before departing with his subordinates. With one more data on the, on the methane reactor secured, Mithrax led a crew to the, into the festering halls and fought through the hive to reach a backup boot-up console for the reactor. However, they ended up trapped behind an enemy barrier after inadvertently triggering a security system. The young wolf eventually arrived and killed the hive which had surrounded them before activating the boot-up consoles themselves. This activated a barrier around the, the reactor. This activated a barrier around the Guardian, while also deactivating the one trapping Mithrax and his escort. The Fallen swiftly began to leave while they had a chance, but Mithrax halted before the young wolf and bowed to them before departing. With the reactor now active, Mithrax and the Vanguard could both trace its location and race to secure it. Mithrax brought his catch down close to the archaeology along with the high server, um, Selkis, the obstructor, to acquire the vital machine. The fallen faced off, faced diff resistance from the hive, and with the young wolf close on his heels, Mithrax deployed more barricade servitors and other traps to buy time. Upon reaching the reactor, Mithrax engaged in a duel against the hive knight, Gelthor the Subtle. The two warriors fought, and each was badly injured. When the young wolf caught up to them in the midst of the duel and was left with a choice on what to do. 
They ultimately did not attack Mithrax and only slew Glothor. In thanks for their raid, their aid, Mithrax crossed his blades in a gesture of respect towards them before transmitting out of the room, giving up the methane reactor to the Guardian. Alternatively, the young wolf did attack both Mithrax and Gol uh, Golfor, slaying the Hive Knight and defeating Mithrax, although the Fallen Captain only survived the encounter. So that, that was that was a story mission in um, the game. It was called Enemy of My Enemy. You actually did go through this entire process of doing this in-game. We are the young wolf. We are the guardian that was mentioned in this. Um, and it's interesting when they talk about this, because this, this is a fun mission. I like this mission. And I don't know. Did you was, save? Did you save Mithrax? In this I game? did. Okay. Yeah, I did. Because okay. I did this and... If for those who don't know, which I'm sure probably most of you do, this is the Rat King quest. Yes. Where you go and I want to see you get Rat King's crew, I believe. I think you get the part for the riddles. Yeah, maybe. you get the part for the riddles afterwards. After you complete all this, you get the riddle part, the actual exotic right. quest. This is just mm -hmm. the legendary quest that would give you an, a, the exotic quest at the end. This was the one that you had to beat the campaign before any of them would show up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It was a really good mission, really fun, super fun. I enjoyed it. Because mm -hmm. that's how you first meet Mithrax is in that room. And then they don't make mention of it until after, way after. They don't bring him back until, I mean, they mention him, obviously, they mention him in Forsaken because this is back in Destiny 1 Vanilla, or Destiny 2 Vanilla, whatever. Um, but they mention him back in Forsaken, of course, in the lore book we just read earlier that I read that was terrible, by the way. Um, <laughs> But he, they do mention him in that, and then they also, in the Outbreak Perfected mission, you meet Mithrax in the farm, and he takes you to the old tower, and then at the end, yeah, yeah, you're, you're trying to, yeah, it's really cool, it's really cool. So, there was that. Trying to find the one that he actually, like, it actually talks about that, what we just read. Um, mm. According to this, I think it's right here, I think it's this one. Alliance with the Guardians, honoring... So, Alliance with the Guardians. Following the events on Titan, Mithrax returned to the Tangled Shore and reflected upon his upon events. He concluded that humanity was deserving of the Great Machine and encouraged his fellow Elitzni to let them have it. Deserting the House of Dust, Mithrax met and befriended a hunter and warlock with whom he formed a fire team. As they agreed to aid him in seeing his new vision for the Elitzni futures to come to fruition. Now, it doesn't mention who they are, it's kind of irritating, but they do. It doesn't mention them. They do fire a uh, former fire team. Um, here, this is where it's at. So, Mithrax decided to visit the tomb of Satyr before setting out on his new quest in order to pay his respects to the friend who had started him down this path. The hunter and warlock accompanied him on this journey, taking the chance to learn more about the Elixni culture. As Mithrax stood upon his a ruined gif, and scanned the horizon of the Tangled Shore, attempting to recall the way to uh, Sejurest. The hunter asked why the House of Wolves was named such, and wondered if there were wolves on Rias, um, which is the planet that they all came from. Zeolixni homeworld. Um, so it was pretty cool. Um, Mithrax explained that the Elixni had adopted many new names upon arriving in the Soul System, noting his own name change from Mizrax to Mithrax in order to better fit what they had become. 
Recognizing several landmarks and remembering the weight of the tomb, Mithrax leapt down from the skip and started, stated that the wolves had once been weavers on their own homeworld before becoming the savage house that humanity knew. That's pretty pretty dark. Pretty badass. Yeah. Too, though. Interesting. You don't really, uh, you don't think about it, you don't know, you just, you know, yeah, that's the fallen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, I don't know, it's interesting to hear more information about the Melixni itself. I mean, right. I, I mean, I may have, after the, uh, reading a lot of this, I may just continue calling them Melixni instead of fallen. Right. Because that's what they are. They're not, they're not technically, they're fallen, but that's what we call them because we know what their past was like, which was they had the great machine is what they call it. They called the trap of the great machine. They had it at one point, but they lost it because he left based because of the whirlwind. That's what they call the event when the traveler left. And that's why they scattered and they became fallen because they lost the traveler. Right. But the Elixni have a lot of really deep culture. It's actually kind of cool. Not gonna lie. It's a very deep, uh, deep read if you decide to go through a lot of it. Mm hmm. It's very interesting. It's kind of, I'm, I'm liking this. I'm really liking this, this season because it's just opening up so many doors into so much content, into so much story. Mm -hmm. You know? It's interesting. So we'll see what happens. Oh, fuck me. Holy crap. Oh, ow. Adjusting myself in my chair, trying to get my into a better, comfortable position to read. Um, <laughs> it's not working for me. <clears throat> Anyways, what I was gonna say is, I will read the Queen Breaker bow real quick. Phone, make sure my wife doesn't text me again. Okay, <laughs> she's in the other room doing stuff, and she's like texting me like questions as I do this. <laughs> Anyways. So the Queen Breaker bow goes as, despite the Breaker's treachery, her majesty still stands. Three cloaked figures trek through a cave on a windspread, wind-swept asteroid. As they walk, they joke, they tell stories. They are a fire team. After Sebel, the warlock sail, says, the wolves bowed. Some became the, some became the queen's bodyguards, then Skolas. Whoa, 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 whoa. How? Why? The hunter frowns. Why trust enemies with your life? A pause. No offense, buddy. The captain shrugs. None taken. Eia. Strange to do. But elixney. We been breathe always. Love for honor. New promise, not unmake. An old. Wolves would have been follow. Hard to read this. And I it, no, it's, it's just hard to read because I don't know when to stop and when to take breaks, and it's just weird. It's a weird way to do it. But <laughs> wolves would have been follow Marikel forever if Skolas does not appear again. The passage widens, and they find a hidden door veneered with amethyst. The captain lays a hand on it, bows his head. The hunter and the warlock fall back respectively. After a time, the warlock ventures. Mithrax? The captain turns. Wolves rebel. Now, wolves are extinct. This where live, mind things scatter, must end. I will kill the mind open, Elixni. No spider tricks. No loyal lies. Varix's truth. We fight for the great machine together. 
So it good, looks huh? like this is just a continuation of Mortal Wolves, where they finally reach Seer's Res. Yep, that's what it is. Because <clears throat> if I, if, if, I'll read this from the actual uh, <laughs> the Destiny PD, because they, I, I like the way that Destiny PD does this. They actually kind of like write out an actual story, and they kind of word it a little bit better, easier to read for those who want to read it. But Destiny P Destiny PD reads. Entering the cave which housed Sigir's tomb, the three friends continued the discussion of Elixir's history. As the warlock explains, explained the Reef Wars, the hunter became confused as to why Queen Marsov had accepted the defeated wolves as her bodyguards, considering it strange to trust enemies, before apologizing to Mithrax for any offense. Taking note, Mithrax explained that it was strange, but the wolves in Elixir had honor and would, uh, would have always followed the will of Mara and, and had had Skoloth not reemerged, as old oaths overrode newer ones. At last reaching Sajir's tomb, Mithrax approached it and knelt in silence as his companions stayed back. After a time, the warlock questioned if Mithrax was ready. Rising, Mithrax declared his intent to end the divide amongst his people and reject the ways of Varix the Loyal and the Spider. He vowed to follow the truce that Sajir had showed him and become the Kel of an all-open-minded Elixni, who could work with humanity and fight alongside them for the Traveler together. With his friends by his side, Mithrax founded the House of Light and sought out other Elixni who were willing to work with humanity and follow him as Kel. He began conducting operations in support of humanity alongside his friends. Reports of Mithrax's efforts came to attention of the Hidden, with some agents skeptical of Mith Mithrax's intentions and the truth of his alliance with Guardians. Um, we'll quickly go over what the, the Hidden are. The Hidden are a group of Guardians who work as a deep infiltration scouts for Ikora Ray, unofficially become the Vanguard's spy network. They work in secret, gathering intelligence on the activities of the Darkness and other enemies of the city. They are known to the Cult of Osiris and to Queen Marasov of the Reef. This is the only people that, that have ever heard of them. So, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So, you thoughts on that lore piece right there? I mean, I, I definitely like how we're we're you know involving weapon lore and all kinds of different lore books that are coming together. Like okay. I said, we're the Queen Baker continuation of that. It's it's nice that if it's one that's going to tell a story. Unlike where it's mm -hmm. kind of like a flavor text, almost like it is with Crimson or something, exactly, or like an actually... advertisement, like it is for what is it, Jade? I think it's Jade. Well, Jade's where kind of it, weird. Where it like actually just tells the story. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just I like it. Well, I think it's interesting because I'd never even put these together. I didn't realize that they were the continuation of the same story. I didn't even read these before. But this is interesting that they actually just they put them on two fallen style weapons, which is beautiful. And it makes sense yeah. because the House of Wolves, on the lore piece, it talks about the House of Wolves. Then you've got the Queen Breaker. It talks about the Queen Breaker. It talks about mm -hmm. what you consider the Queen Breaker. You know what I mean? How the Queen was defeated because of trust in certain allies and things like that. And it just talks about some interesting things. And they, 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 they did a really good job with that. Right. And meshing the names and things like that together. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> if we go through the timeline, though, so those were the very beginnings of how we met him, of course. Um, yeah, 
that's how we met him. Um, I will mention this, I forgot to mention this, but Misrax served as a vandal under the command of his mother, a captain in the House of Wolves. So she was part of the House of Wolves. Um, but continuation from there, it goes into Zero Hour, which was the mission we had with the Drifter and Mithrax is how he got the, the Albert Perfected. But it says later on in the season of the Drifter, Mithrax beckons Guardians to the farm using a fallen transponder. Interacting with Mithrax takes him takes both him and the Guardian to the old tower to complete the mission Zero Hour, where they chase down Devil's Loyalists who have stolen preserved Siva Tech from a Cryptarch vault deep inside. The group is in search of the weapon known as Outbreak Perfected, a Destiny 2 version of the famed Rise of Iron weapon, Outbreak Prime. Led by Styrix, loyal to Aramis, the group is defeated before they could escape. The last city. After Skyrix is defeated, Mithrax jumps into a fallen skiff and once again disappears, never to return. Or at least until now, obviously. Um, it doesn't say that, but I added that because it makes sense. But <laughs> never mentioned again. We went an entire year with no mention of him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he fell off the face of the planet for a little bit. Right. And what's interesting, what's interesting, do you read... Okay, I love this. I love this. The enemy we fought in Outbreak Perfected was actually still... It was actually named Cyrix Loyal to Aramis. It wasn't changed. This was actually named it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of interesting? Must- they, they set beyond light up a while ago yeah like that's kind of nice cool. when they finally bring things together such as mm-hmm. they are doing now with mithrax Aramis, beyond light that sort of thing it's uh, that's one thing I, I gotta give her props no matter what i can i can talk good and bad about bungie until the day is long that's one thing they do tend to get right is bringing stories to a close or to a moment that they exactly. can expand upon later Exactly, and they're really good at that. Like, this is, like, perfect. They, they did a really good job with this. Not only is this imp- interesting, but they also do mention this actual encounter, the Skyrix Loyal to Aramis. There's actually a lore book. can't remember what lore book it is. I believe it's the... The One Shape... The one sh- the Once Ship Stealer. I can't remember which one of this, in, in which one of these, in it, but it does mention this entire mission. It actually does mention mm-hmm. the entire outbreak perfected mission. It's pretty cool. That's kind of like a full circle. They go in a full circle for that, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, and then right in right as Beyond Light launched, they go into Mithrax sent vague reports to the last city regarding activities occurring around Nogo area near Golden Age stations on Europa. He states there is something that cannot be stolen from which is an elixir reference to the darkness, as they cannot take from the dark. You can claim only pain. As the Guardians travel to Europa and discover Aramis and her house salvation, utilizing the power of the darkness, stasis to give them power, they work alongside Variks to bring down her upstart empire. During their campaign, the Guardians aid a refugee fallen, who fear and dis- disagree with the Kell of Darkness. In fleeing from Europa, Varix directs these refugees to Mithrax and his House of Light, believing that he will see them safely and give them hope for a better and peaceful future. So I think that's kind of cool. I will not go into details of what happens after, which is called the Endless Night, which is where we're currently at in the season. I'm not going to read this because it's still ongoing and I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, 
we've already been talking about a little bit, but I don't want to spoil a lot of what's been going on. Right. I mean, unless you feel like we should read it. I think if we decide to continue going with Mithrax stuff, I think we should let them build up the story a bit more. Okay. Instead of just going all in at once, you know what I mean? That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm just kind of curious. I don't know. It was just a thought. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin a lot of this because a lot of this is kind of yeah. important. I want to mm-hmm. just tell you what who he was and what he is. Right. I mean, I mean, this is like the very beginning of the heading of him. But here's a, a quote from it. it: "says Wolves rebel now. Wolves extinct. This where live mind things scatter must end. I will kill the mind open licks me. No spider tricks. No loyal lies. Barracks is truths." We fight for the great machine together. That's a Mithrax quote. Then you have Mithrax, Kell of Light, formerly known as Mithrax of Forsaken, is a fallen Kell and a former captain of the House of Dusk who later founded the House of Light after deciding to ally with the last city following an encounter with the young wolf. With the advent of Season of Splicer, it is revealed that Mithrax is a splicer. Yeah. Pretty interesting pretty interesting that it is i don't know i don't know it's interesting i mean he's got teleportation according to these this is the abilities he's got teleportation obviously arc energy shields high dealer ability rapid movement and guard reactor um his weapons are shock blade and shrapnel launcher um which is interesting because it actually shows him with queen breaker's bow the van the uh not queen breaker's bow but the uh what's it called um fuck what are they called wire rifle yeah the wire rifle that's what they call it um, uh, the wire rifle in the uh, the new trailer and things like that. He was actually using it. So I think that's kind of interesting. But he's a Kel. So for those of you who don't know what a Kel is, a Kel is a political leader of a fallen house and the commander of the house's catch. Um, overall, Kels or Kel in Lixney culture act as the political leader of their fallen house, ruling their people and commanding their forces with an iron fist and usually commandeer their houses flagship catch. Kells are also known for controlling their house's ether supply through the use of an ether cipher. There we go. Right there. We talked about this earlier. They do that because it controls the population. Yeah. So it's pretty it's kinda interesting. It's kinda cool, in my opinion. I like it. Um I'm kinda glad we're no longer that. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this new story. Loving some new stuff. Um, real quick, I'm gonna go over his personality and traits. Originally, Mithrax was similar to any other fallen captain the Guardians have enc- encountered, but it is, but is. They really need to re- reword word. They need to know how to work right, like right shit. Okay, I'm just saying. But is very determined and elusive. However, after a direct confrontation with the Guardian on Titan. Where they battled against the hive together, a change occurred within Mithrax. Having become disillusioned with the Fallen's current ways of scrounging around, scrounging and fighting amongst each other, have has made them unworthy of the Traveler and its light, thereby believing that the Guardians of Humanity are more deserving of it. Since de- defecting to the last city and creating his own house, Mithrax has proven to be an ally, albeit an elusive and secretive one, Varix stated that while Mithrax is young for a Kel and untested, he and his allies dare to hope 
that he will bring the Elixir's people to a better tomorrow. So, pretty cool. Thank you for having us your So, I don't know yet. I'm, I don't know. This is kind of interesting. Kind of cool. I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole Mithrax character in total after everything we just talked about? Definitely like it. They kind of went completely in the opposite direction with this as well. But instead, they're trying to, I guess, bring in characters that will eventually be able to unite. And I'm sure that during Lightfall, these alliances we're building will definitely be a that will definitely play a big part in it down the line. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to ask this question, but I want to ask this question, which sucks. It's hard to not to do this because it, it's spoiler, but at the same time, it's almost necessary to ask. If you know what question, I'm, you, do you, can you guess what question I'm going to ask you or what question I want to ask you? Like, can you, can you Off guess? Off the top of my head. I mean, I can message it to you real quick. I can tell you. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm loving this whole story and this debate about Mithrax and talking about it because it's interesting, different, it's new. We we haven't had to talk about Mithrax before because at the time there was no information on him. There was very little. We just had right. the one the the one lore book page, and then the two weapon pieces. That was it. Yeah, there, there was pretty bare bones before this. Mm-hmm. It'll, uh... Yeah, I wish we had a... I wish we had a third party on this to talk about Mithrax. Same with the, uh, the question. To see if we can get a, a different perspective of, uh... whether they will not vouch for Mithrax or... with, uh, Lakshmi. Yeah, right. But... So I just messaged you the question. Do you think that's spoiler, or do you think I should just say it? Like, I feel like I want to. I'd like. I want to talk about this. I, I mean, really do. We can talk about it. I don't see why not. Okay. All right. Well, for those of you who are listening to the audio, if you have not completed the story mission, go do that before you listen to this episode. Preferably. I mean, I should have said that earlier. Or maybe I'll make a spoiler warning at the beginning of this segment. <laughs> but. I mean, that'll do it. Anyways, definitely, definitely want to watch the, definitely go play that mission because what we're going to talk about is some pretty important stuff. Um, during that mission, at the end of it, when you go talk to that console at the end and it comes up with, uh, I can't pronounce her name very well, but the future Warhole lady. Um, thank you. Um, she mentioned something along the lines of she's seen the future because the future Warhole, they have that little device or whatever it is that lets them see it in the future. And they see that the the fallen have basically taken over the tower, and the guardians are gone. What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think that's actually something that that's, that's going to happen, or do you think it's just bullshit? I mean, the only account of credibility we have, and the only real other. Vulgar we have is when she claimed she saw Gaul and nobody took her seriously until they bound Trevor. And I think that's her words verbatim. Don't at me on that. But, uh, I mean, 
I also have to wonder if it's going to be kind of like the sundial with the different realities or so on and so forth for different timelines. I'm wondering if it was something down the line or if it's not going to happen. Like it almost like the, um, the callous predictions that this, that is a uh, scribes were done where we become the shadow and that sort of thing, like something like that. I'm, I get that. I get that. See, my thing is, I'm thinking like this. So, we are in a Vex simulation, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, there could be a dark future where all the Elixney houses come in and destroy everything and take over the tower. Right. There is a dark future that could happen. That could happen. I'm mm -hmm. saying it will, but I'm saying it could. It, but... And I, I think with teaming up with Mithrax, who wants the same thing that we do, he wants peace, and he believes that we are the rightful owners of the Traveler right now, the Traveler's gift. Right. He believes we are more deserving than he is. And I'm pretty sure he's, he's willing to help us. Obviously, he is because he's now helping us. And I like him. I, I like his character. I don't think he's going to take over the tower. I do not have that feeling. I don't think he would. I think he would help us defend it against any threat. I, I mean, uh, I, I definitely think No, just... I, I second that. I, I don't think... Because, I mean, think about it. When With him allying, or allying with us, I mean, think about it, our guardian is the strongest that really has ever been seen. I mean, exactly. I don't think even at, or as a as a leader of a people group, I don't think that you're really going to want to stab somebody in the back if you really, truly do want peace. Exactly. Because, I mean, stabbing it. us in the back is kind of the, uh, the fuck around to find out. I mean, if you really do want to do this, I mean... I got like several gods that became gods. Yeah, exactly. Well, my thing is also interesting. This is this is what's funny. If you think about it, if he's gonna, if he's gonna pretend to ally with us, wouldn't that also defeat his credibility with the fallen people? Like pretty much. Like, I mean, if they're an honor-bound race, then doesn't what that like honor do you have? If you're willing right. to do that. That that did basically, and then just then didn't turn around and, and lie to us. That that's not honor bound. That's that's basically deception. That's no. that's horrible. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely I don't know. This, this entire season is going to be very interesting to play through and hear the story. I am so excited for this one. Yeah, I, I definitely interested in this story. It'll be interesting to see how it unfolds. Absolutely. Now I hope everybody that listens to the podcast enjoyed our little horrible with, with names and pronunciation of the Lixney words. I wish I would have learned better, but not, I'm not very good at it. But if you really want to hear this in a really good way and talked about and discussed, not really discussed, but at least talked about, definitely check out My Name is Bife. Um, he does this video. I can't remember the title. But he, uh, he definitely does it better than we. And the best yes. part is he gets paid. Exactly. It's, um, who is Mithrax? Um, question mark the Kel Spicer Allied Commanders and like that along those lines. Oh, 
video versions in a couple possible times. Um, yeah, it says uh, the episode is named Destiny 2 Lore dash Who is Mithrax? Question mark. The Forsaken, the Forsaken, comma, held the house of light and sacred and scarred. No, sacred. Spicer. So there you go right there. Check out his video. He definitely goes into a better detail because he knows more knowledge about it than we do. But I don't know. We I thought this is very mind opening to me. I mean, I fuck. I don't know half the shit that went on right here. Yeah. You? Not really. No. Definitely not in the um, not the lore piece. It's like there are ones I've read before, but not truly sat down and read and looked into it. Right. Well, I mean, I've, I've heard the story about him being, you know, house been captured before. I didn't know he was actually allied with the, the Awoken for a while there. I had no idea about that part. I knew he was captured by somebody. I couldn't remember what it was what it was about or anything like that. I knew that had happened. And then I knew that we met him on Titan. And I knew that he helped us with the Outbreak Perfected mission. And that was it. All the things I remember. So, but now. Super cool. I enjoyed this lore piece. It was super fun. You have anything you want to add to this real quick before we uh, go into our wob? Uh, I don't think so. I think we kind of kind of covered it. Cool. All right, guys. Well, those of you who are listening, you're going to hear us take a quick uh, little break. Uh, you're gonna, and we'll be right back with the uh, the wob. All right, and we're back from uh, taking a little break. It took us a little minute. I was figuring out some technical issues real quick. Um, we got it all figured out. So now we're going to talk about the Destiny 2 news. So first off, we have the TWAB, which is this week at Bungie from May 5th. Or, well, wow. Wow. Yeah, man. That was bad. That was bad. May 13th, <laughs> 2021. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Damn, I need to go to bed, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, they start off with, this week at Bungie, we started splicing. Season of Splicer went live this week. Killer Robots channeled their inner Mr. Burns and blotted out the sun over the last city. Now, Guardians are strapping on power gloves and teaming up with Tech Master Elixni to fight in the shade. It's a tale as old as time. We had some honeydew errors early on, but our team of experts buckled down to commune with our servers and fix the issues so you could get back to, to playing. Our deepest apologies to anyone who had their gameplay delayed. Check out the player support report below for the latest on any ongoing issues we are tracking. Despite some hiccups, the season is in full swing now. Here's a quick look at everything new the season pass has to offer. Right, hack and slash. This season has ushered in new additions to your arsenals from season rewards, post-game of Gambit Crucible Vanguard drops, and more. We gave you a peek at these last week, so go check them out if you want to look at what awaits you in the game. We've also added a series of returning future World Cup weapons loaded up with the new roles, as well as some class-specific swords to slice and dice and splice your way to victory. All of these weapons are available for free to play to all players and drop from multiple world loot pool sources. Pretty cool. What are your thoughts on the weapon? And like we talked about earlier, I mean, it, it's nice to see, especially the swords returning. Have something that is class specific since we have a class specific exotic zone. And yeah, I mean, exactly. it's always cool to see the uh, the Pilates corrective returning from uh, future local. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Very, 
the number. Yeah, the gym. You know, it, it, I don't know. As much oh, as I like their designs, I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Not wrong. Not wrong. Cool. All right. Next up, we have Iron Sharpens Iron. Next week, the first Iron Banner of season of the Splicer goes live. Lord Souten will be back at the tower with bounties and a slew of pinnacle rewards. Find him up at the top level and make sure you grab the quest he's offering as well. We re-enabled the heavy weapon step and, based on player feedback, have made it much easier to complete. It only requires three machine gun kills now to finish. How bad, actually. <clears throat> Kind of okay with that. I guess that's a pretty big reduction if I remember. Yeah. But it starts May 18th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time and then ends May 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Now, I think it's kind of funny that they did this. Why would you put Iron Banner the same week you have Vault of Glass coming out? Uh, because PvP kids don't get all the well, there's that, but I mean, if you think about it also, I think it's kind of funny, but it's, they have, I, I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, why not wait one more week for after Iron, for, for Iron Banner to come out? You know what I mean? But it kind of makes sense. They're also trying to get Pinnacles out so people can get the Pinnacle cap soon or get leveled up faster. So that way it's, yeah. I mean, even though you only need 1300 for uh, the game, it's right. still going to be probably difficult because you're going to be 25 under. I was going to say, with contests, you want to be as high as you can. So it kind of makes sense. Never mind. It does make more sense that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right. Um, they do show a picture of all the four weapons that are coming back. The two that are returning, which is the sniper rifle and the hand cannon, I believe. And then the shotgun and the machine gun, which beautiful, in my opinion. You can pull up what weapons these are real quick so I can actually talk about them a little bit. Um, these are brand new weapons. They are not older or anything like that. These are actually brand new. All four of them? No, two of them are, are reprisals. So the sniper rifle and the hand cannon are from the uh, year one or something along the lines of year one. The shotgun and the heavy machine gun, those ones are brand new. I should look and see if it's in here. So the shotgun is called Reese Walker. The lightweight frame shotgun. And it can roll with Swashbuckler, Demolitionist, Vorpal Weapon, Unrelenting, Killing Wind, Iron Reach, and Eye of the Storm in its fourth perk slot. Its third perk slot can get... That's weird. Eye of the Storm, Firmly Planted, Surplus, Quick Draw, Hipfire Grip, and Slideways, as well as its normal barrel perks. But it's a lightweight frame and it's a kinetic. Okay, that's the shotgun that's coming out. The heavy weapon is a machine gun called... Archon's Thunder. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. Can I interject for a second? Good. Um, these guns are made by House Light Weaponsmiths. The two new ones. Are they really? Yeah. If you, uh, well, you probably don't, but um, when you get time, look at the MG. If you can inspect it, it has like a Lexney scroll down the barrel. And it has like all kinds of leather rings and stuff around I mean, it. That's... Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, never mind. It does. I can, I can see that. In, uh, it looks app. really cool. They they did a really good job with these weapons. Like you read the did you read recognize the name of the shotgun? The shotgun's Reese Walker. Oh, that's so that, that they hid that right there. It, it is literally titled the 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 Elixir's home home world. <laughs> that's beautiful, dude. That's not bad. They did a really good job with these guns. These are good looking. Like they do have a like that Elixir esque look to them. Damn, mm -hmm. it's a yeah, badass. 
but Archon Thunder is a high impact, so it's a 360 round per minute machine gun. Fucking sick. Um, we don't give very many of those ones. Mm. Um, and it's going to roll with, and the fourth perk spot is Iron Grip, Iron Gaze, Rampage, Snapshot, Thresh, and Elemental Capacitor. Mm -hmm. And then the third perk slot gets Surplus, Quick Drop, Range Finder, Field Prep, Mulligan, and Killing Wind, as well as the regular, you know, Barrel and other costs, other perks. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I want that one. I really want that machine gun now. Mm. Yeah. I um, am. I'm going to try and play as much Iron Banner as I can before mm -hmm. I play all. Right. Like, I'm going to actually jump into Iron Banner this season. Last season, I really didn't give a shit. Yeah, I, I um, the sniper rifle from year one is called Occluded Finality. It is a aggressive frame sniper, so it's a, one, it's a 72 round per minute, and it can roll with Vorpal Weapon, Eye of the Storm, Elemental Capacitor, Iron Reach, Demolitionist, and Opening Shot in the fourth perk slot. The third perk slot gets Snapshot, Mulligan, Surplus, Under Pressure, Auto Loading Holster, and No Distraction. Not bad. Ooh. The the hand cannon find it real quick. It's called Finite Impactor. It is a adaptive frame. It's a 140. It can roll in the fourth perk slot. Elemental capacitor, one for all, multi-kill clip, iron reach, iron grip, eye of the storm, and iron gaze. In its third perk slot, you can get slideways, killing wind, heating up, firmly planted, no distractions, under pressure, and tunnel vision. Now, it's interesting. I thought, isn't No Distractions pretty much usually been on, like, sniper rifles or scouts? Usually. Kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Definitely, uh, definitely interesting to see, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious how that would actually play out, because it's just basically adding extra to it. And it's also the hand cannon is an arc um, weapon as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to look real quick on that. No distraction. Aiming this weapon for a short period reduces flinch. That's interesting. That'll be interesting, I think. It shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be too terrible. <laughs> no, no, it shouldn't. Oh, real quick. While I was thinking about this, um, I wonder if they haven't added it yet, but... Oh, no, they did. It's in the Catalyst. That's right. The Catalyst of Mida Multitool has changed. It is no longer outlaw. It now gets no distractions. Huh. By the way. Um, they changed that last uh, the season's update because there were a lot of people were complaining about how outlaw, because it's got the fastest reload already, that outlaw is not really necessary with it. Uh. So, that's why people were complaining about it. They're like, okay, well, fine. We're going to do it. Anything to add to Iron Banner or any of the seasonal weapons are coming back and everything that they've done? Not really. I mean, like you said, I'm I'm looking forward to that MG and that shot. And then the two that are coming back are pretty cool too. Uh, I really like the way those two look. I think mm -hmm. they did good with those. Especially but if I can get uh, Iron King's in the MG. All right, um, I do. I love. I, I just love the fact that they they made them look like. They were really good. They made them like look like Lord of Wolves and Queen Breaker's bow and things like that. They like did a really good job. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling. I have a weird feeling. The the exotic gun we're gonna get this season 
is going to be some kind of like fallen design or like let's see design sorry um i don't know i've got that weird feeling that the exotic is going to be that i hope it is if it's not i'm gonna be a little disappointed i'm hoping it is because i'd want something like that i miss my dregs promise i'm not asking for that back i don't think dregs promise needs to come back right now anyways but i think we need a new gun that has the elixir design to it because it's only two in the game no three right. three anarchy 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 yeah. technically so But no. Um, anything else to add on that real quick? Nah, not right now. We'll, just, we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully Iron Man is going to be not too terribly sweaty. You know, right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, next up we have cuteness is what they call it. Ikora and Mithrax have big new big roles this season, but the baby and Nixney have stolen this, the show. We've watched as the community has exploded over how cute these little creatures are. If you want one of your own, sign up for an email update to know when the plushie babies become available at Bungie store. They're actually selling plushies, plushies of this. And the eyes glow in the fucking dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I, dude, when I saw that they go in the dark, I'm like, damn, they are geniuses. <laughs> That's a genius move. <laughs> I do too. Oh, man, they're adorable. My daughter would love it. Um... <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. So I, I like the fact when they do kind of stuff like that. Same with like, uh, you know, the toaster. They're still in the process yeah. of making that. I'm like, fucking booyah. Let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, next up, we have uh, the full report, which is their hotfix information. So seasons of splice are launched. Some players have been unable to access Destiny and Experience Crash when attempting to log in. We fixed this issue earlier today. That was on Thursday. With Hotfix hot 3.2.0.0, this patch also addressed an issue that was allowing some players to access crossplay early. They, so the crossplay has been turned off. Um, which sucks, but it kind of makes sense because it wasn't ready. It's not. If you saw how the process worked and how you had to get crossplay, oh, fucking mess. Yeah. It's a fucking mess. Um, Anyways, they say armaments insists um, with players now able to turn their armor into universal ornaments. We'd like to clarify how and why some armor doesn't appear unlocked in the customization area. Armor won't show up if a player is wearing that armor. That's stupid. I think that's stupid. You have to change armor pieces just to show it. Like, come on. It's in my collection. Yeah. How is it not? That's just the weirdest thing. Does it because it doesn't remove the armor piece? No, it is. Uh, I don't. I guess because it counts it as the default, so it's not going to show up as important because it's the default thing. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just think it's weird. I'm like, what the fuck? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, that's weird. All right, so here we go. All right. <clears throat> Some armor sets were purposely combined into one set to reduce players accidentally overspending their tokens for duplicate armors. Example include Gambit Prime Armors. Anyone who unlocked a Gambit Prime Armor set has access to the illicit basic Gambit Prime Armor since this universal ornaments. Um, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Leviathan Prestige Class Item. The Prestige Class Item from the Leviathan Raid uses the same arrangement as the base version, but uses a different die to distinguish the two. So we reduce these two items into one for armor synthesis. Makes sense because 
they're the same thing. It's just different colors. Um, The Red War Parade Armors, the legendary set, share appearances with the armor from the Red War introductory mission. Yes. Um, Green and blue Solstice armor, the appearance of these armors are identical without support of the glows and were reduced to a single set. The green green set also matches the Wreck Parade armor, so it was reduced further. Um, Next up we have... Purple Solstice Armor. As we announced last week, glows from 2018's and 2019 Solstice Armor of Heroes are being worked on and will be implemented later this year for the Legendary Armors only. Um, Exotic Armor. Exotic Armor cannot take the appearance of Alternate Armor, nor can Exotic Armor be converted into a Universal Armament and used in Legendary Armor. Figured. Year 1 Armor Ornaments. These are being worked on and will be implemented later this year. So for more and more issues, uh, view their support article. Um... Give me like two seconds. You want to continue reading the known issues real quick for me? So to the known issues portion. While we continue investigating various known issues, here's a list of the latest issues that were reported to us and are helpful. The starting at the top, the presage activity is not rewarding pinnacles as intended. Deep Stone Crypt no longer awards pinnacle gear, but lists that it does. The Titan Guardian Games Contender Plate chess piece does not appear in the preview and appearance customization screens, which is your synthesis screens. Guardian Games Crown holograms may remain on players' heads after the conclusion of the event. Various Guardian Games quests and bounties may remain in players' inventories after the conclusion of the event. Valor, Glory, and Infamy ranks may not gain progress as expected when completing matches in their respective playlists. Players cannot use the Wish Enders per Queen's Wrath when poisoned. Huh, that, that's, a, that's a new one. I don't know how you uh, fuck that one up, but go off, I guess. The slash join command not functioning properly for players on Steam. The destination threader armor synthesis bounty incorrectly states to open Blind Whale chest to progress the bounty. Players must defeat Blind Whale bosses to complete the bounty. The Battlegrounds activity will not progress the, uh, a Sacred Fusion quest, which is your bulk opposure, I believe. The special finisher mod can be purchased multiple times from A to 1. This is unintended as multiple copies of the mod will have no extra effect. Apologies. Seems anytime I record, my nose decides to say, no, I'm not doing this today. The story for creating an ornament through armor synthesis does not play if a Titan character is the first character to reach the step. This tutorial will play upon reaching orbit on a second character. The decrypted data trove items on ranks 2, 12, and 32 of the Seasonal Splicer Season Pass can be acquired with a full inventory. Players should ensure that they have space in their inventory before planning these ranks. The 150 cent strand that can be earned for completing the Nervous introduction is not sent to the Postmaster when players have a full consumables inventory. The Reverie Dawn armor set from Season of the Chosen is not showing available shaders when previewing individual armor pieces in the preview and appearance customization screens. And then for a full list of emergent issues in Destiny 2, players can read our known issues article. Players who observe other issues should report them to our help forum. And then, welcome to Season of the Splicer. We hope you're enjoying the new six-player offensive new story and all the sweet, sweet loot. We're just getting started. We'll still have the Vault of Glass, the weekly expunge missions, and more coming up. 
we have been super busy supporting the launch with my new splice attack. I hacked my sleep schedule and found a bunch of extra playing time just lying there. So yeah, I'm loving this season so far. Thanks for playing. Hopefully I'll see you out there. Love, Cosmo. Awesome. Thank you. So, so sorry about that. My wife was like, I need you for a second. Can you please come here? I'm like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> I gotta go. It's <laughs> all good. Um, anyways, so yeah, pretty interesting, pretty interesting fixes. So it's an interesting stuff that they're working on, you know. I still, uh, I'm kind of baffled. I'm, I'm scratching my head over that. How does how does one break wishing, or if you're poisoned? Still don't know how they did that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's fucking weird. How did that I, break it? Like, can I just I, ask that question? Like, I, what the fuck were they doing? How much crack I, did they smoke? <laughs> but cool. Well, thank you. Appreciate you reading that for me. All right. So, any other thoughts and comments on the TWAB? I got questions on the deep stove thing that it's not going to be pentacles anymore. Like, I, I, I got nothing forward. Because I, um, I guess the phrasing is weird. I would presume it's still pentacle. I mean, it's the most recent raid. It just says deep uh, stove crypt no longer rewards pentacle gear, but listen, that it does. Okay. So, what is, what's, what's happening is so. Every time a raid comes out, it's supposed to be Pinnacle Gear, right? Right. So when when Vault of Glass, well, not Vault of Glass, but the Guard of Salvation came out, that was the Pinnacle raid. Last Wish right. didn't give out Pinnacles. I mean, back when Last Wish was relevant, it wasn't Pinnacles anyways, but you know what I mean. Mm. So now Guard of Salvation was. Then when Deepstone Crypt came out, Deepstone Crypt was Pinnacle Cap, was giving you Pinnacles, right? Mm-hmm. Because Vault of Glass is coming out, Vault of Glass will be the only raid that gives us pinnacles every week. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I just I figured they weren't. I guess I guess it doesn't give it out now. I yeah. don't know. I figured they'd yeah. wait or waited until the raid actually dropped and like the reset for the thing. You know what I mean? That's Instead what I of thought, just yeah. cutting it at the beginning of the season. But it is what it is. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I'm like, what the hell? Stupid, yeah. but you know, it's Bungie oh, however they want to do their system, you know. Yeah. Ass backwards. Yeah, it is, but I'm sure there's probably a reason whether it messes with something or it breaks wish ender to making it where it doesn't work. I don't I don't know. Yeah, we blame yeah. We, we we blame the Titan Punchy Gauntlets. It's yep. all their fault. Yep. That burning fist proc, man, it, it's coalescing. It fucks everything up. Right. Well, cool. Well, that's it for the TWAB. I don't got anything else for Destiny 2. I don't want to read the patch notes. If you really want to read the patch notes, go to the patch, go to bungie.net and look at the patch notes yourself. I'm sorry, but there's just, it's just too long. It's too difficult to keep reading the patch notes. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I could do, like, let me see. Let me go to bungie.net real quick. I'm going to pull up uh, the hotfix notes because those are actually pretty much important. Those hotfix ones are pretty important. Um, hotfix 3.2.0.0 um, fixed an issue that was playing, causing players to crash when signing in and fixed an issue where some players were able to cross, grab crossplay. That's cool. That's what they fixed. So, good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. Well, with that being said, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is other gaming news, which only have one thing. So, right. I don't know if anyone else is a big fan of Stargate, but I like Stargate. Um, but anyway, Stargate is 
It's called Time Stargate Timekeepers is an RTS coming soon to PC. So RTS is real time strategy. Mm. It looks pretty fun. I'm, I'm I'm excited. I like I like this kind of stuff. Mind you, I don't have a PC that can run it, but I am excited to uh, to see this. Right. Me personally, I'm I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, I'm I'm not big on Stargate. It's not really my thing, and I I I don't like thinking in <laughs> RTSs. Uh, I play a Titan for a reason. I throw myself at the problem, and I come out on top. So. <laughs> I like that answer. I like that. That's beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I could uh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But cool. Well, with that being said, other gaming news is pretty much covered. Now, pretty much, we're gonna answer questions from our community. Mm-hmm. So we got some pretty cool stuff. Um, we did have one question that I realized I did not ask on with Hazel. So I pin this for. I still have this pinned. I'm going to ask this question here. And Hazelnut is welcome to answer this in our questions, the community questions section, if he wants to. Doesn't have to, but he can. Um, Jealous asked us, question for Hazel. Did you enjoy our snow on Wednesday, April 21st? So, feel free to answer that anywhere. Or you can answer on your own podcast. Don't matter to me. Have you want to do it. (laughs) There's that. Um, Next up. I'll read the. I'll read this uh, first one if you want to read, because you've got what? How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. I'll read three, and you read four. How about that? All right, works for me. All right. So, PDO asks question: Did any of you guys, did any of you get angry at any jobs you had in the past? I mean. I, I... I worked in retail for my uh, for my first job, and um, I worked there a week. I fucking hated it. I, I hated it so much. I, I I would have to answer questions about prices for things when the person was looking right at the price tag, and I wanted to call them a fucking idiot, but I couldn't. So that uh that didn't last long. But, uh, that was that was the uh, the first job. So I guess that was going to be expected, and then I found where I work now. So. I got no complaints other than that. Damn. Me? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, customer service sucks. Don't, don't work in a customer service retail industry. Fuck that. Uh, fuck yeah. that. that that's going to piss you off way too easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I, it, I've gotten angry at jobs before in the past, but you know, now I'm enjoying my job. So. All right. Want to ask a question? Another question from TDO. He has a lot of questions. Have you seen a Karen outrage? Or have any of you seen a Karen outrage? Me personally, no. But hearing stories, they are funny as shit. Yeah, right? (laughs) I've actually never actually physically seen them in person, but on like videos and stuff like that. Oh, fuck yeah, I've seen them. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. They're hilarious to watch. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? But no, no, I've never seen I've never seen a Karen outrage. Uh, I'll take the next one, I guess. We'll do. I'll do two. Sure. Finish up. All right. What do you guys want the next season of Destiny Two to have? Hmm. That's hard. That is. Like, I would love to see Siva, but because we're doing splicers, I don't think that's ever going to happen. 
Probably not. I mean, we can hope. And we, we may get hope. some more themed things, but I doubt we'll have a, a whole season revolves around. No. No, we might have like a few weapons or something like that. Some kind of like SIVA weapon or some kind of SIVA activity, maybe, or something SIVA involving SIVA, but it won't be an entire season. I don't think. The most we'll get is maybe a subclass. I doubt that I, even. I doubt that, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, likely to get something else. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would love to see some brand new, like, brand new weapons. Like, like way out of the world. Things you would never even think of. Perks you would never have even dreamed of. Just to yeah. show up. I want more guns that are, that are like, uh, Deathbringer, Wordcliffe Coil. Guns like that. That are just kind of off the wall. Yeah, like, I, mean, I mean, Deathbringer's weird. It is a weird gun. Oh, yeah. Dude, I just got the carrots for today. So I know, I'm, same. Oh, dude. If it's if it makes it as good as I hope it does, it's gonna be great. I gotta remember what Deathbringer does. What is Deathbringer's perk actually called? It's called Dark Deliverance. Fires remotely detonated projectiles that drop void orbs on combatants. Um, yeah. And it comes with dark descent. The further a void orb falls, the more powerful its detonation becomes. And then I believe the catalyst just doubles that. <laughs> it um yeah, it takes less. Less height can... for it to drop to do the full damage. Is it really? Is that what it says? Mm -hmm. uh, more or less. It's not for beta. Let me actually look at the app. I'm not, I'm looking on. Um, oh wow, light. You doesn't have it. Oh, there's one. Yeah. Uh, increases how quickly dark descent reaches its full potential. Where'd you find that at? Oh, there it is. Actually. Yeah, it comes with dead right. Dead weight is what it's called. Yeah, increase, increases how quickly dark descent reaches its full potential. Yeah. Requires you to get 400 kills with a gun, though. Damn. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Not as, not as good as it Yeah. I'm just going to take it to the full way, probably. Just shoot like four feet up in the air and then just let it rain down. Mm hmm. All right, next question. You want this one? Um, no, go ahead. Scare. Darth Vader or Kylo Ren? Personally, Kylo Ren ain't shit. I'll be real with no, you. No, he ain't. Vader's way better. Way scary here. Dude, I'd be more scared of Vader coming after my ass. Than fucking Kylo, dude. Mm -hmm. Kylo's a punk ass bitch. And then I mean, <laughs> maybe I might be a I might be a nerd for the old movies, but like, not get me wrong, I like the new ones. I'm not gonna say they're not good. Like, they're they're right. pretty cool, but I, I I really like the original movies. But, but that's just me personally. Okay, I don't blame you. I don't blame you there. I'm with you 100, man. Well. Real quick, Hideo asks, who runs the Justice League? I don't think anyone actually specifically sits and runs it. I think, so. I think it's, I think it's yeah, I think it's like the four, like all the main, the primary like heroes that created the Justice League. So that'd be Batman, um, Hawkwoman, or Hawkgirl, what is it? I can't remember her name exactly. Um, Wonder Woman, Superman, 
Green Lantern. I can't remember who. I know there's a few others. I just can't remember their names right now. But they sit in a council area. Oh, Flash, there's one. But they sit in a council area and they kind of just they protect it. That's that's in front of it. They make the decisions together as a group. Um, TDO also asks, what what would you prefer, a poison subclass or a SIVA subclass? I mean, as cool as it would be to see SIVA, like we talked about, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Poison, I mean, we, we kind of have that. Unless, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you play Borderlands, it'd be cool to see a, like a corruption, like not see a corruption, but a uh, like Tyrene level, mm. where like you suck the life out of everything. Which I mean, yeah, you can say that. Oh yeah, we have Devour for Void Warlock. Shut up. If you play Borderlands, you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just your super is actively just a spirit bomb. You just suck Mm. the life out of everything, slowly draining. It's like a ruinous energy orb, and then you just eat that bitch. (laughs) Damn. Damn. But no, I mean, me personally, I mean, like I said, I would would love to see it. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. It's probably not happening. Yeah, no. Are you going to ask the final question from? Sure. I mean, so what do you guys think of transmog? I mean, you kind of covered, covered it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a step in the right direction. That's for sure. It's a step. Yeah, it's 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 a step. It's it's a work in progress. It's getting there. It just needs some quality of life changes. I'm pretty sure after the season and after all the complaints they hear this season, they're probably going to hear more about it. Either that or the beginning of next season, and they'll probably fix it with the uh, Witch Queen launch. Mm-hmm. Um, because this season, of course, they gave us 20. They gave us 10 extra um, for the season for free. And then next season, it's going to be the 10 cap no matter what. So mm-hmm. we'll see exactly how it actually people respond to it right but yeah no it's, it's gonna be a very interesting interesting thing i think so yeah i just i hope they take the uh the feedback and run with it instead of just not really listening and say so y'all y'all want this but nobody wanted it yep. it's just i don't know if we say we'll just we'll sit back and watch for now then the full judgment until it until it uh it's a little bit better, I guess. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, cool. I think that's all of our community questions for this week. But cool. Thank you guys for submitting questions. If you guys would like to submit more, um, you can now join our Discord. Our, we now have a public Discord server that you can join. It is in our, our show description, whatever you want to call it. The link is there. You can join it. It's public. There's a little spot in our Discord. It's called Community Questions. You can ask any question you want there, and we'll throw it into the show. Um, yeah, always. Always welcome. We always enjoy talking with people and just asking questions like this. So, pretty fun. Well, real quick, we're going to go into the next segment, which is music for the playlist. So, Vesper, what do you got to throw into our beautiful, amazing 
short playlist because I started it over when we started up Guardian Ghostcast. Just nothing, nothing too flashy. I saw they, uh, obviously, I'm sure most people probably know this killer in the mirror. Well, I saw they had put in a uh, acoustic version, and I honestly probably like it better than the original song. I won't lie to you. Nice. It, it's really good. And then, obviously, if you don't know who it's by, obviously set it off. But um, another song that was just, it's a, one I, I don't even remember how I found it, but it's a good song. It's called Set Me on Fire. It's by Flatleaf. So. Nice. Nice. Not too flashy. No real story behind them. Just pretty decent songs. Hey, I don't blame you, man. They they look really good. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing them. Um, For my picks, this is very last minute. I didn't plan for this, okay? But uh, (laughs) For the Glory featuring Hollywood Undead really good it's by all good things and then of course it all it features hollywood undead i think it features another artist i can't remember off the top of my head nope it doesn't um but it's really good super good song i mean for the glory by all good things alone was a really good song but then you throw in hollywood undead and it just adds another level to it super good Mm. and then um another one um this is a classic song you find it my word um crap um Shit, where is it at? I can't find it. My word. Shit. Um, oh, another one bites the dust by Queen. It's a really good classic song. Everybody's at least heard this once. Come on. Yeah, you, on. you have to have to. <laughs> it's it's a it's like a requirement of life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the induction Shit. ceremony. Mm-hmm. Super good songs. Super good. I enjoy listening to them on the way to work and things. So Definitely, definitely check those ones out in our awesome playlist. Mm-hmm. And it will be linked in our description as well. The Spotify playlist, so it's pretty badass. Um, oh, cool. Thanks for uh, last minute showing up to the podcast and helping me out, man. Appreciate it. And it's super fun chatting with you. Yeah, definitely has been fun. Stayed awake this time. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. But no, it was, it was super fun. I enjoyed the conversation we had. We had a lot of really yeah. good stuff to talk about this week. It's always exciting, regardless of who you're with, to talk about the uh, the release of a new season. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, especially when it comes to like story stuff, it's really good to talk about. Like, I enjoy our lore segment. This entire lore segment was amazing. I loved it. It was right. super fun. I mean, we recorded like close to like 50 minutes to an hour worth of nothing but lore, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on one single character no extra lore readings nothing it was just that right. one character that's that's good that's a lot yeah i mean it's not as detailed as some of the like the the video guys that do the whole videos and stuff like that but we did a good job in my opinion we did a really good job mm-hmm. trying to convey as much information as we can tell and we can we know right which is pretty cool and pretty fun so mm-hmm but real quick, Vesper, where mm-hmm. can people find you? I mean, pretty much you, you can find me on Xbox. That, that's about it. I mean, I don't really give out my socials just because it's, it's usually for family and friends. Just right. my personal. But oh, I'll blame you. I'll blame you. But uh, do you want to share just... your Xbox gamer tag or anything like that? Or... 
Uh, you can find me in the clan as Vesper Senpai. Capitalize the V, capitalize the S. If you call out really loud High Priest Headass, I will probably have you. Nice, nice. Vesper a dumbass also works. I might appear on that one, maybe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your what's your title in Discord and our clan's Discord? Let me see what this is. I can't remember off the top of my Should head. Should be right still now. Uh, Vesper a dumbass Slayer kills. Yeah, it is. It is. It is that. Yep. So he's got that title. He did that. He earned that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely worth it. Really good guy to hang out. Definitely check him out on Discord on uh, Xbox. Uh, you got to hang out. It's all one word, no space, by the way, for Vesper Senpai, right? Mm-hmm. No space. Sweet. Good to know. So, cool. And I am Truth Lives, capital T, capital L, one for an I, all one word, anywhere and everywhere. So, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, not Facebook, sorry, um, TikTok, Instagram, and on twitch.tv slash truth lives so uh-huh. cool well again i want to thank you vesper for showing up tonight um uh, kai and them of course they wanted to come but they were just getting really exhausted and i'm like yeah i just want to kind of get this episode out tonight and yeah i just figured we might as well just get it out early mm-hmm. but, it's easier to yeah. go ahead and get that you don't have to edit it yeah, for exactly. quite as long yeah, I don't have to wait until Monday. <laughs> yeah. Like the last couple of episodes. I'm trying to get this out by Sunday, hopefully. But uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's it's been super fun hanging out with you. I, I haven't done it in a while. It's been yeah. pretty fun to talk about the game and what we love about the game and what we want to see change and what we want to see improved, you know, in a positive environment. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. It's definitely been a while since I've been here, that's for sure. Right. Time just usually doesn't add up being on the, mm-hmm. the opposite side of the US. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, finally we got it. Got it all handled, squared away. Right. So well, before we leave, we always like doing this on the show because you haven't been on here in a while. But uh mm-hmm. if you will say your name right after I say my name, and we'll end up okay. the show. All right. All right. Well, this has been Truth Lives. Vesper. And GG Guardians. We will see you in the wild. And thank you for listening to another episode of Guardians Ghostcast. Please enjoy this outro. Night, guys. Night.